Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you, man? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm good. No problems. What's going on? Not much, man. Everything's good. Everything's good? Yep. No problems. You? You look good. I see your black t-shirt. You two guys got your black t-shirts on. Yeah, he does. Is that the one that uh, was purchased for you? It was. It looks good on you. Very nice. Uh, Thank you. You guys both doing okay? Snowcone's back on his meds. You feeling better? Yeah. How long does it take before you start feeling it? Like a couple days immediately? Um, well, I was told because it's an SNRI that it's it's a lot quicker than an SSRI. Oh yeah, I took that stuff that you're on one time. Remember, I was at Cymbalta. work. Yeah. I was at work and I was like, "Dude, I hey, take drugs. Great. I yeah. feel high." And then I realized, no, oh, they put me on this new SSRI and I, I or SNRI, and I went back to the doctor. You have to go back after two weeks if you want to keep getting it because they ask how you're doing. And I was like, "Man, this stuff is awesome." And he's like, "Great." And he's like, "You know, how about side effects?" Because they were trying to get me off Paxil, which they've been trying to do for years because of the side effects. And I was like, well, you know, I just got the, the one. I was like, it, it really, really, really hurts when I, you know, finish. Uh, when finish, you want. When oh. I finish. And he's like, what do you mean it hurts? Like, it's, it's, it's painful. I was like, but, you know, I can, I can try and do the thing that you said and just, uh, you know, stop taking it a couple of days before or whatever. I was like, I'll get through it. I think my body will get used to it. He's like, I'm taking you off of it right now. I was like, no. Oh, yeah. And I regretted telling him. I was like, I'm going to thug it out, son. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right? Why not? A little because bit of I, pain to finish. It ain't nothing. I've uh-huh. never felt high from a antidepressant before. I don't think I feel high from it. I only did that. maybe like the it. first few days, but I, it almost felt it's like just my this favorite like out of the ones sense of well-being. Mm-hmm. Whereas Paxil, it's like, I didn't know that I was taking it. was the people around me. People around me would be like, did you take – well, it's supposed to start help with your energy levels again? too. That's the end, the norepinephrine. It's supposed yeah. to give you a little bit of energy. So I huh. like that. It's the best I've taken so far, for me at least. Yeah, man. All those drugs hurt when you finish? From. No, not that I've noticed. Does well, you it- took it yesterday. Did you finish yesterday? No. You finished Have you finished yesterday? today? No. You finished yesterday. I didn't. You didn't? No. So you haven't finished, so you don't know if it hurts That's or not. That's true. That's true. But I've taken it in the past before. This is the first time I've been on it. Does it help with what do they call it? Stamina? Like Paxil does? 
Uh, yeah. Because isn't that one of the things you're looking for? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a benefit to me, yeah. Right. Because they, they will prescribe that. Speci- like, Don't they prescribe Paxil to people who that's all they're looking for? Maybe they're not depressed? Or am I'm I wrong? Sure, I don't know. I thought I looked online and it was like if, if guys have a really tough time with that, then they'll prescribe with the premature thing? Yeah, they'll describe Paxil or prescribe it, which that's what happened to me. They gave it to me when I was like in junior high. So by the time I started having sex, it was a nightmare because mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I, I couldn't finish. Yeah. Figure out why you would care when you finish. <laughs> like, I don't, the guy, like, why does that bother well, him? No. Well, just first, finish. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> like, m- who maybe, cares? M- maybe he loses a lot of friends that way, though. I don't know. Maybe yeah, they don't come back. Day more. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a whole world, wide world. Uh, and there are probably plenty of women who are like, please just finish. I yeah, like spending time with you and watching The Bachelor, and if you could be done quicker, that would be great. That's true. That's true. I've, I've said before, like, hey, listen, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna make it too long. And that response of that's good, <laughs> like it's not exactly that's good, but it's a nicer that. way of saying like I, I enjoy sometimes not taking yeah, six sure. hours, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't. So you don't need the six hours? No. no, I do not. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. But yeah, that was the whole thing. I don't know how many years I took that Paxil stuff, but mm-hmm. they would tell me, all right, if you're going to have sex, you had to plan ahead. So just don't take it for a day or two. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you think you hope for the best. But I mean, it was a nightmare. I, I, was, I was a teenager. I should not have been having those problems. Lazlo was a teenager. just finishing going again, finishing going yeah, again. Yeah, finishing and go again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For not me, even stop. Yeah. For me, it was just... Just keep going. Torture. You just couldn't. Have you ever had that in your life where you couldn't? Where you're, you're, I mean, I've been drunk enough to where it's no, no, no. impossible. That's what I'm saying. You're, but have you ever been in a position where you're excited? You, you know, you're sexually excited. You, your body is functioning properly, but there's just no end in sight. You just can't quite reach the finish line. Has that ever happened to you? Only when drinking. Okay. Okay. Like I've had it when I've been drinking before, where you're like, okay, I can't do this. I'm just going to pretend. Is that what they mean when they say whiskey? D? I thought that meant yeah. that you yeah. couldn't that you couldn't get going. No, that means you just both. can't finish. Oh, okay. I think it's both. You also can't, you know, get. That's never okay. happened. That's happened one time in my entire life. Oh man! I think I think it's both. Oh, I thought man. that was just you can't finish. Oh. I think it's can't get started, and also you can't finish. It's well, I think only guys who can't get started think that. Yeah, there could be. I don't know. Maybe there's a different <laughs> name. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a different mm-hmm. name for that. Right. I don't know. I think you're like it's so common. They use it for both. I'm like, mm, no, they Let don't. Me see. Let me I just remember the first time I heard that. I remember where I was. I was in high school. I was at the cafeteria table, and this guy that I kind of grew Slang up with. Term for alcohol induced erectile dysfunction. Mm. Yeah, because the first time I well, heard what the is guy it when you can't, then? We can't, pa- because I, I don't have Paxil. any problem with it. I just Paxil can't finish wiener. sometimes. Yeah, I don't think that's whiskey. I call I call that Paxil Wiener because it's called I called being on SSRIs. Yeah, no, but, it's not, but not everybody has not that everybody. problem, right? It's great the, for me. Then they start giving you other drugs, and they say, take this because this might help with the side effects. So they give you, what are those other things called? Like Wellbutrin and all that. Uh, barbiturates, is that what they are? Have you ever taken that where they give no. you something with it? Oh, they used to try that with me. Take this, take this. I know Wellbutrin, but yeah. But the, the thing that sucked was when I was on the medication, people around me liked me a lot better. But those side effects, you're like, yeah. So then you try and get off of it, and then the people around you are kindly trying to say, hey, I think maybe you should take the medication. So I don't know how eventually I got off of it. I tried so many times, and then eventually I got off of it, and uh, whatever. I seem to be doing okay now. I mean, I, they got me on different types of drugs. Yeah. But when you run out of your meds and you've been medicated your whole life, and look, mm-hmm. people who are anti-Big Pharma, who say they're just medicating kids and they're creating all these mental illnesses and, and they're the ones getting us to talk about mental illness all the time because they want us to take drugs. There, you, there may be something to that. I don't know. We, we may over-medicate kids. I really don't know. But 
when you are the product of a generation that was medicated heavily and you get on those meds at a young age, mm-hmm. when you lose them, when you lose insurance or you can't get the medication, you can't get into the doctor, it's a nightmare. It's it's hell. It, it's hell because it's they've, hell. they've got you hooked. Yeah. So I could see how people are, and it's dangerous. You know, are skeptical. It's dangerous coming off them. Yeah. Or consp- oh, man. They would tell me all the time, this is how you're supposed to do it. And I would call Turkey every time. Yeah, and you'd get Turkey's super dangerous. dizzy. and fu- I, I, was a, I worked at the car dealership, and I was walking out with the salesman to go pick up this car. We're in the, the uh, bay with the car lifts, right, where there's supposed to be mechanics. We didn't have any. Mm-hmm. But I'm walking through the bay, and I literally just fall right on the floor into a puddle of water. I'd been washing this car. And they're like, let's take you to the hospital. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, we're taking you to the hospital. I was like, no, this is normal. I'm just getting off Paxil. Oof, it was like my yeah. third time doing yeah, it. It's dangerous. It, it's, it's tough. And then they had that big lawsuit. And I got stuff in the mail that said, hey, you know, would you like to be part of this class action? GlaxoSmithKline has been sued or whatever. They, I think the lawsuit was about them not being upfront enough about how it is to get off the medication. Yeah. I'm almost positive. Paxil, that's what put me in the psych ward. And I'd say, they say that's the toughest one. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's well, what that it was. Being- yeah, badass, crazy. Yeah, yeah you know that, that doesn't that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help. And I sit here and say yeah, they medicated our right. whole generation. Maybe they didn't medicate our whole generation. Maybe they just medicated guys like us. Yeah, and there's just a few of us. Everyone else in the class is like, I'm not on a bunch of drugs, dude. I'm not on a cocktail of medications. I mean, you're a parent. You're both parents. If right. your kid came to you in seventh grade, that's about where they are, right? Right in between uh, seventh, eighth grade, something like that, and says, you know. My anxiety is horrible. Yeah, I'm having these the dark doctor. thoughts. Sure, and the doctor's like, I'm going to put him on a medication. Maybe I'm going to put him of on course. two medications. You're, you're totally fine of with course. that. Of course. That's how my mom was. Yeah. But I think my Why mom. Why wouldn't I be? Some people aren't. A some people, people are really, really worried about like putting their kids on about any type of or... mental, uh, psychiatric drugs when they're young, just like, you when their know, brains are developing. hurt his leg, I take him to the doctor and they say, put this on it. Right. Yeah. Right. And that just means you trust them. But I'm just saying some people don't. A lot of people don't. I think that's really common. A lot of people don't like putting their kids on any kind of medication. Well, especially psychiatric. Yeah, especially psychiatric medications because they say, oh, their brains are growing. We don't know the long term effects. You know, we're we're testing it on all these kids. And I go, well, you can talk to me. I mean, I took it the whole time my brain was developing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for you could, parents who are leery, you go ahead and talk to these two guys. Take a look at us because if you want to take a picture of us, one can't finish, the other one. Can't not finish. Yeah. <laughs> the one yeah. just said he ended up in a psych ward not too long ago, and this yep. one just laid at home, cries naked to yep. himself. So here we are. You know, <laughs> and there may weird. be reasons for you to be a little bit leery, and maybe I'm going to rethink it. <laughs> exactly. The Church of Laszlo. All right, what's going on? What you doing over there? Well, I was just reading nothing. Reading? Anything yeah, good? Just news. There's nothing. Oh, well. Shane McGowan died. Yeah, I was going to say there is some news because uh, Shane McGowan died and Kissinger died. Mm-hmm. It's I'm more concerned with Shane McGowan. Is that don't for say Shane? That about Shane McGowan? No, it's about Kissinger. Oh, obviously, Jesus, that was weird. No, I like Shane McGowan. I th- thought he was happy that Shane was gone. Oh, so I Snow- like that song. So going text me. He's like, "Wait a second, Kissinger was alive. He thought he died like in the '90s. I had no clue he was alive. I- I'm I'm no certain clue. you have heard people talk about it. Maybe you just don't remember or you weren't digesting it. But people joke around about Kissinger being alive. You know, I feel like somewhat frequently, like the guy won't die, and he's still alive. Now, he, he was 100, so if you told me he died a year ago and yeah. I didn't remember, totally possible. Uh, but, like I just saw when we were talking about Don Shula the other day, and I was like, oh, do I remember mm. do I remember that? So you could have told me he died a year ago, but to think that he died in the 90s, you really thought he was dead. You were totally I, I certain. Bet, I mean, if you would have asked me, I, I never really thought about it, but I, I would have put all my money, which isn't a lot, but everything that Kissinger was dead. Okay. And meanwhile, I see that Shane died on social media. And it just says, it's, I don't remember how it was worded, something about Pogue's member, right. whatever. I'm like, okay, well, who was it? Somebody I don't know, right? right. Because in my mind, Shane was dead. I, oh, I, no. I, I really thought he had passed away. I thought that was 
part of the tragedy of that whole story. You know, there's, there's, right. there's that whole big story. Snowcomb was just talking about it. There's a documentary on it. There, I don't know if I've oh, seen it. Prime, I think. Or maybe it was on Hulu, one of the two. It's, there's a good chance it's on Prime. You find a lot of that stuff on there. Right. Did you watch it within like the last five years? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, was it yeah. made within the last five or ten sure. years? Oh, well, I got to see that. Did you see right. that, Snowcone? I think I saw that it was a thing, but I didn't watch it. Is, uh, I like to. I mean, you're a fan. It's, yeah, I love them. I, I, I find it, uh, I, I'm a huge Pogues fan, a huge Shane McGowan fan on his own. Sinead O'Connor died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, you know, one of my all-time favorite songs is that Shane McGowan, Sinead O'Connor song that they did together. I mean, her voice compared to his voice, I mean, and that call and response and how he sounds and she sounds like, it's so, it, I, I don't know. You it's introduced, magnificent. You introduced me to that. Such a good song. And, uh, there, you know, there, there's quite a few songs. You can probably put a list together of those, like you said, call and response, where there's the girl and the guy talking back and forth. But that that's... It's unbelievable, that, that, and how beautiful she sings. And then, and by the way, he's such a great singer, but he just comes in and it's all raspy. And I mean, that song is unbelievable. Yeah, and and uh, I've seen the Pogues' final album on list of like greatest final albums. I don't know sure. if you've ever looked at those, but they talk about bands that you know maybe someone died, they broke up, whatever, and they knew for sure this is the final album. And I, that album is is up there. Do you want to play the the song? Do we sure. have it? Sure. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? What do you think is the greatest final album of all time? Oh, man. Because I've seen that the Pogues on some of those lists before, the greatest final albums, but <clears throat> when you start reading through some of the lists that people put together, you'll see some. I'm sure Snowcone, I feel like Snowcone knows the most about classic rock, probably. Or maybe, maybe you're... Well, Laszlo knows probably more than I do, I think. <clears throat> I guess you guys know about different. Like different different does. aspects but exactly you like more. you like it more yeah, yeah you're more like likely more. to like pink floyd or zeppelin for songs sure. or whatever for sure because uh when i'm trying to think of final albums i think uh, the only it's it's tough because you, you know just without looking at it first you're like all right what can i think of the only two i could really think of was in through the outdoor which i assume a lot of people mm-hmm. would say zeppelin's last album i mean that's a pretty good album <laughs> i thought coda was last i thought in through the outdoor was last well, right. you could be right. That's part of the problem with this game is if you start going back to these older classic rocks, I'm not sure. Had the, like the... No, I think the outdoor was the last. Okay. okay. I thought that was their last album. And what, about, what about the Beatles? Wasn't Abbey Road their Let last? It be? Or what was uh, their last album? They recorded What It Be first, but Abbey... What was it? It was Abbey Road, then Let It Be, but they recorded them the opposite way. Oh, well, so... Whichever one was released which, last. Yeah, which one was released last? Let It Be, right? I believe Let It Be. I oh, think okay. that's their last album. I thought Abbey Road was their last album. See, that's the thing. But I don't Abbey know Road's a lot the one about they this. recorded last. It's confusing. Yeah, I would, I'm with Lazo. It's when they put it yeah, out. Yeah, when they put Th- it out. That's all that matters. Them. I don't care when they recorded <clears> it. So let's see what other people put together here. Uh, they say these are the best uh, final albums of all time. Um, Cream. I know one of you's a Cream fan, right? Not me. Oh, yeah, oh. him. I like him. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't like him, but I like him. Okay, so Cream, Goodbye, 1969. The, oh, they've got the Beatles' Abbey Road on this one. <clears throat> okay, so it was the last one they recorded. Let's yeah. see. Abbey Road is the most confusing final album in rock history. Here's the famous timeline. The Beatles the recorded the Back uh, to Basics Get Back in 69, shelved the mm-hmm. results, regrouped that year to record uh, one more classic album with fuller production and overdubs. So that Abbey was Road. it. They were recording Get Back. It was the Get Back sessions. Finally issued a retooled version of Get Back. With controversial production from Phil Spector under the name "Let It Be" in 1970, so even if the later the latter album uh, is isn't their fi- or is their final release, it wasn't really their final project. So they're saying, you see, you knew that off the top yeah. of your head. Yeah, you know, that's why I said you know a lot about this stuff. If they're, they're, if they're counting it like that. Then Abbey Road's my favorite. By yeah, far. they're counting it. 
Uh, the Doors, L.A. Woman. LA Is Woman. anyone a Doors fan? I, I like the Doors. I like the L.A. Woman. I, I, as I got older, when I was younger, I was like, I don't want to like the Doors. You know, I like some classic rock. Didn't like them. As I got older, I started to appreciate him more. I'm, I'm, I would have been very interested to see where he went. You know what I mean? Don't you think he was? Yeah, I he agree. was on to something. I've always thought about that, and not, not only that, he was this. California hippie culture yeah. guy, but it was a little bit darker. Yes. And he was figuring it out. And then towards the end of it, he was hanging out with Lou Reed and Andy Warhol. And all of a sudden, it's like, what's he going to do? Right. Because his, everything about him, he's having a paradigm shift and hanging out with the Velvet Underground his and image is Lou Reed. And uh, you could tell something was going to happen. He just, didn't, he just didn't get a chance to get there. You right, know? right. But even if you say, take, I'm sure take he probably dated out. heroin and peyote in yeah. California. The, the, the difference between this L.A., Southern California vibe that he had that was now moving more into New York mm-hmm. and the East Coast, I thought was really going to lend itself to something. But, you know. It seems like he was close. Yeah, you know, I never, he was I never liked there. him very much. I, 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 See, I didn't songs, either, but I, I started like to. The more I, I read about hacky. him and the more I kind of watched interviews with him, yeah, but it's almost like he was upfront about being kind of hacky, don't you think? It's like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what people want, yes. you know, and I'm trying to get it. But he also is trying to predict what people are going to want in the future, which I thought was interesting. When you hear those interviews, like the yeah. one where he's talking about hip hop yeah. and kind of predicts hip hop. I mean, yeah, you got to give him credit for that. Just, yeah, no, I do. I just, I've never been a big fan of his. But even when you read about the live shows or the stories about it or whatever and how they change, like Laz was saying, over time, Felt yeah, like he was for close. Sure. I'm not trying to compare the two, but Snowcone, you're an Elliott Smith fan. That last album, he totally changed, and he worked. He oh. suddenly it was his bigger From production. Under the on the hill, yes, yeah. and it was it was amazing. I love that album. Yeah. I loved it, and I thought, Incredible. man, if he if this is where he was headed, right, and he, didn't and he was finished it himself, right. But the guys from the Flaming right. Lips and then finished but it full. But it's documented he that he wanted it. to sound like this. Yeah. He'd already finished like a lot of coast it, and, yeah. it, which is amazing. Coast and just so he hadn't good. done that before. And it's like this is great. I liked your old stuff just fine, but well, the bigger what he production, done exactly, is amazing, exactly. Uh, other final albums this year, the greatest uh, CCR revival, Mardi Gras, nineteen seventy two. They say, uh, I know Lazo's a big CCR fan, so. I hate him. One of the hottest streaks in rock history, CCR released six classic LPs from mid-1968 to late-1970. A two-and-a-half-year period that inevitably had to end at some point. That, that is crazy, right? So short-lived. The Velvet Underground, Squeeze, we didn't mention that. That's good. I know no. you guys are kind of Velvet Underground yeah. fans, But right? I don't think it's their best record. I don't think it's the best either. But it's, uh, yeah, so that's good. a problem. And you know? is that what we're but doing it's still Velvet Underground. It's still good. But it's, it's still good. Right. But yeah, it's not I agree. Are we saying that it's their best album? Are we I just saying, we were. Are we, I think they're just saying, of all the final albums out there from bands, oh, I which see. ones are great? Which ones are good? If you're going to put those in a list, how would you do it? Because I think that plenty of these albums, I would assume they would say maybe isn't their best album. Some of them they might. Uh, oh, here's Into the Outdoor, Led Zeppelin. Uh, John Lennon, Double Fantasy. You're a fan, right? Uh, not really that. Right oh, you're not a Double Fantasy fan? Not really a huge solo fan, but, you know. Oh, I thought that. you were. I didn't really like Double Fantasy. Oh, I thought you were a I mean, fan I like them fine, but. Uh, Thin Lizzy, Thunder and Lightning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. The Police Synchronicity is a good one, 1983. That's really good. I mean, that, I had that King might. King of Pain on mm-hmm. it, ring wrapped around my finger, that, right? That might be. Um, Was that the last album? Well, it had Synchronicity 2, which is one of the greatest okay, songs of all say, time. right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that might be my one of my top favorite. Two or three police songs. It might That's be my favorite. One. Synchronicity 2 is so good. But yeah, that was a good album. Then The Clash cut the crap, 1985, which is interesting because, yeah. you know, for mo- they say this, but for most Clash fans, there are two final albums. The famous quartet lineup, singer, guitarist, Joe Strummer, and Mick Jones, bassist Paul, uh, blah, blah, blah. 
But, you know, I guess if you're a Clash fan, you know the story of the final albums and who got to use the name and whether or not you're a fan. They put Cut the Crap on here. Do you guys like Cut the Crap? Yeah. I Yeah. Well, uh, The Smiths, Strange Ways, that's their last one, right? Oh, okay. That had that's Girlfriend a in a Coma in it, right? That's a good one. That's a good, I mean, actually, I would say when I put songs on shuffle and it starts to figure out the algorithm, that album probably pops, songs from that album probably pop up more frequently than any other single album. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that's a good album. Talking Heads, Naked, 1988. I don't know. Do they know at that point? Do people know that was going to be their last album? I don't know. Did they say, like, did David Byrne say we're going to break up? This will mm, be our final album? I don't know if he said that. Because there's so many of these where you think... You know, there are in utero people have over I was going to say in, in utero. Yeah. I figured it would be on this list somewhere, but I was definitely going to say in utero. But again, that's not their best album. No. But if we're just taking everyone's really albums, good. exactly. That's a great album. Uh, I'm going to skip Grateful Dead. I'm going to skip Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, Dire Straits on every street. Uh, Billy Joel, River of Dreams, 1993. Mm, that's on here. There you go. The only problem I had with that <coughs> album was the Stone cover. Stone Roses with 10 Story Love Song and Love Spreads. Okay, that's their final album. Here's That's Nirvana. A good one, the second coming. Nirvana in Utero's on here. Uh, Queen, you're a Queen fan, Snowcone? Made in Heaven? Uh, I like them fine. Isn't Made in Heaven? That's a 1995 one. Isn't that the one with the really like, crappy ballads and I stuff? I don't know. I don't think well, I like that one. This list has the white stripes, Sticky Thump. Oh, that, you got to put that yeah. on there. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's really good. Yeah, because so many of these are like classic rock. Oh, here, they've got it. White stripes as I scroll down. Icky Thump. Which um, list are you looking at? Are you looking at the ultimate classics or whatever? No. Oh, okay, so we're on different ones. Well, I mean, I figured... Actually, it's not. It's a, just a list of bands' last albums. So it's oh, not... Oh, okay, okay. I was just scrolling through, like, what bands' last albums, if I liked them or not. So it's not a list of the best last albums. Because I was looking at a couple of them. This one from uh, Yard Barker, they've got The Verve, fourth. Someone here is a, a Verve fan? Everyone here is a, the Verve fan? No. I, again, would have sworn that you were a big fan. The Verve? Yeah. No. You didn't listen to that album? I'm not familiar at all. Oh, okay. Interesting. Lazar, were you a fan of The Verve? I like The Verve. I really would have thought uh, uh, Snowcone was, too. They've got Beastie Boys Hot Sauce Committee Part 2 on here. I mean, it was their last album. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a huge fan. Love The Beastie Boys. Yeah. That album I did grow to, to like, but not it's sure not. It's probably my second to last favorite album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. one that I listen to much. Uh, Sonic Youth, we've got Sonic Youth, The Eternal on here from 2009. We didn't really know for sure that was going to be their last album. They were still putting out music mm-hmm. and still touring. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lazo brought them to town mm-hmm. a few times, right? And, uh, yeah, they did a Halloween show for us. It was yeah, crazy. They were just one of those bands that kept going. So I, I went backstage. We really weird. Yeah, you said it was intimidating. He's like, got a big novel Well, in they were hands. super nice. Don't let me say it because I don't want it to come off like I didn't like them. Man. They were super nice. They all got up and shook my hand, spoke to me. And, you know, they were like, you're one of, you know, not maybe the only radio station in the country that plays our music. Like, we couldn't think you were happy to come out and do it, right? I'm like, cool. And then they went back down and sat down on their chairs, and Thurston started reading like a book this big. (laughs) Right. I love that story. And she's just sitting in the corner looking up, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll get out of here. And they're like, oh, no, you can stay. I'm like, what would we do? Right. Literally, what would we do? What are we going to talk about? I have no idea what you're reading, Mm -hmm. and nor am I smart enough to even talk to you about it. And I'm pretty sure you're med- <laughs> right. meditating about something that I'm not smart enough to figure out. So <laughs> right, exactly. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Not only that, it's incredibly intimidating. You're, you're sitting there with a band that you know, Kurt Cobain. If you had to pick like two bands that right. he was most inspired by, you're, uh, Sonic Youth and the Pixies, I mean, what are you putting up oh, yeah, there? They got him Sonic, Nirvana right? sounded like Sonic Youth the ones that got right. him on and the Pixies pop? had a baby, right? Mm-hmm. You've got those Pixie hooks. With the sound of Sonic Youth, I mean, this is the band the Dash of Beatles. that probably inspired Kurt Cobain more than any other single band to, be, to at least to make Nirvana. Mm-hmm. 
that's intimidating. They're absolute legends. Also, who didn't have a crush on her? You know, anyone wasn't who's attracted to women had a crush on her. signed to Sub Pop? What's that? Wasn't it Sonic Youth that got Nirvana signed? Oh, it could be. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, that's a thing. I feel like oh, you could absolutely Thurston be right. was the one that like gave him the the record and like got him signed. You could definitely be right. Uh, speaking of which, you know, you're talking about me. I thought he was. You know, right. you brought see. Butch Vig to well, town. Wasn't he really times. big in the you know the Vaselines and the yeah, Pixies? Oh, oh, the, right. That, yeah. The Pixies. I said the Pixies and Sonic Youth would probably right. be the two that I would put at the top. I don't know. I, and it's not like I've read anything about him recently. But I felt like those were the bands, and it's just the sound of Nirvana. When you listen to those first albums, yeah. uh, it sounds like Sonic Youth and the Pixies. I, yeah. I've always thought that. He took these two bands and put them together. You brought Butch Vig to town a couple times, and couple one times. time I got to meet him. And that's nice the guy, same man. level of intimidation that I would feel around a band like Sonic Youth. But he's so nice. Did you meet him, Snowcone? Were nope. you working here, Butch Vig? Butch Vig? No, but I'd love to. Dude, he is so nice. And the thing is, you, love to meet you're standing here like, he doesn't want to talk about this stuff. He talks about it. Uh, he's talked he about talks a million about times in his life. life. Yeah. But in that moment, I didn't know what else to say, and I just said, hey, because this was lucky for me. They had just put out a new Nirvana documentary, oh. that, that one about Nevermind. Okay. And so it was like recent. So I felt like you have to I ask. Dude, the thing is, he knew what I wanted to say or what I wanted to hear, what I wanted to talk about. He was in no way upset by it. Instead, he was quite the opposite oh, yeah. and just started saying, dude, let me tell you. When That's we were amazing. producing that album, and no goes, way, really? yes, goes into wow. stories – about it and how, you know, the documentary, he saw part of it. He's going to watch Did the whole thing. Did you know the day Kurt Cobain died was the day that Butch Vig met um, Shirley Manson? No, I didn't know that. They were having a meeting about forming the band, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I didn't the know that. There's an interesting music fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, And they I mean, found her off a commercial because she had the voice they wanted. That's interesting. They were trying what, to find a girl like that a, sounded like a, jingle? a certain way, and they could never find a girl that sounded the way they wanted. Then they saw this commercial on TV. and Like a jingle or something? I can't remember if it was a jingle or just her, but they liked her voice, and they brought her in. Oh. The first meeting they had is when Kirk Cobain I wonder if that, if that commercial is online somewhere. Yeah, like if know. anyone has it, if they post it on YouTube. But yeah, when you're talking about people that intimidate you, though, you know, look, Kirk Cobain's dead. Right. I'm never going to meet him. But when I'm Francis was with, in here. I'm sta- yeah, Francis is in, right. the, in my – asking if she can use my office chair. Yeah, but Butch, you know – here he is. You have and for ask. him to be that outgoing that's and amazing. that friendly and just be like, hey, let's just talk about like it. He'd never want to talk of about course. it. Of course. And that's, that's perfectly reasonable. Of course. Right? I mean, the dude is. He's got plenty of other stuff. If, if you're a, a fan I of music. Most people don't mind talking about it. But don't you think specifically he probably gets tired? He does so many things. Don't he you think so he gets tired about stuff, talking right. about Nevermind? You know what I mean? No, I think a lot of those people, when you do something, I, this is just my history with it. Yeah. I think most people, when they do something that big and great, man, they're kind of proud of it. Well, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I don't think they mind. I think they mind talking about it like if you're talking to Michael Stipe and you ask him about shiny, happy people. I think he's like, come on, man. But if you ask him about Automatic for the people, I think he's like, yeah, no. That was a great album. Let me tell you yeah. about it. I do find that more often than not. But I guess I'm, you're worried. It's kind of like you know, when Tom Morello comes in and someone asks a question about Rage Against the Machine and he gets angry and says... I don't. Yeah. I'm not in that band. I have a band now. It's Did he called, get angry? Yeah, he got angry. So I watched. Angry? I watched happen. He's like, my band is called Audio Slave, mm. and the guy who asked, he's like an intern, you know, and mm-hmm. he just wanted to meet him. And I was like, oof. And you learned, you know, there, are, there, you know, he could be Butch could easily say like, let's focus on what I'm doing now, right? Let's let's. Why don't we talk about what I'm doing now? Right. Let's talk about the music that I'm creating. So I think things. if right. you are at, but you were just at a concert, right? Yeah. I, met him I think if you're asking him on the radio, like, let's talk about that, yeah. I think he's going to be like, yo, let's talk about this garbage record. That sure. like some drums plug, in. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're backstage having a couple beers and you're like, yo, man, you got to tell, I just don't, they don't yeah. usually, they're usually, you know, fair, usually fairly pretty proud of that stuff. You can get a vibe on it pretty quick if they want to go into detail. 
But well, the fact that the documentary I think you're pretty safe asking out. him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the about that, something that I big. just I wouldn't have said anything. But the fact that the documentary had just come out, I was like, this is an in, right? Mm-hmm. It just came out, and people are talking about it. So and that's probably your one chance. Yeah, and I look in my mind, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. That don't ask Ian Ashbury about touring with Metallica. I could tell you that. Don't do that. Right? There stage. are those things that people don't want to talk about. I saw you tour with Metallica. Huh, why'd they make you do that? And then he just left. And we have been drinking all night. All night, like having like guys walking Jackson around in his tidy whities Yeah. He was touring with Ian Asbury and the Holy Barbarians. Love the cult. Mm-hmm. Drinking before the show, drinking after the show. Man, guy is in a great mood. Yeah. Everything's good. And I mentioned that uh, I saw him in Detroit years ago, open for Metallica. And the guy just walks over, puts his beer down, and leaves. That was wow. it? And the guitar player comes over. He goes, man. What'd you say to him? I said, well, I just mentioned that I saw him, you know, when I was a kid, open for Metallica. I told him we went and saw yeah, the show yeah. and left before Metallica came on. You know, we went home. We didn't mm-hmm. want to see it. He's like, yeah. I'm like, He's like, oh, it's not your fault. I'm like, what? And he goes, well, he didn't want to. He told the label that he was an alternative band, and they said, you're a metal band. Mm-hmm. And so they made him go on the road with Metallica. And then after that tour, he uh, moved to Miami and stayed in a hotel room for a year and a half by himself and almost drank himself to death because of how much he hated it and what they had done to his career. <laughs> wow. I was like, oh, well, wow. so, sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. Okay. <laughs> All you said was, I Make saw it. you before, I left right. when I, I came left. on, yeah, I, I wanted left. to see you. Exactly. And I think that, the guy was right. almost like, yeah, it hits him even harder because you're like, you are the guy you know. he was going for, and, he, and, you're, and now oh, you're just you're validating, validating that everything that happened to him yeah. that he shouldn't yeah. have done. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Speaking of Knuckles, how's your mom? Hey, okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? Oh, off the air, somebody was saying you could tell what dates have. What which, months which, have. which months have 30 days and which have 31 right. by using your knuckles. So then Lazo made a joke to try and piss me off. Uh, Sorry. Well, hey, we're about to doom scroll, right? Is that what you wanted me to do, Snowcone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got good stuff today. Really good stuff. You should see the stuff about Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's coming he's, back, he's right? Did you right? watch him? Did you watch him practice? mud on his. Achilles. I'm, I think he might. I'm, you know, I'm just speculating here, but Joe Rogan might be his doctor. I don't Ooh. know. Did you see his his quote about using some, uh, you know, alternative therapies and things? Because mm. if you look back at other people who've had the surgery, uh, he's back. At least Is according to what they say. Well, the fact that he was cleared to practice, I heard, was a big deal because right. most of them aren't cleared to practice for a year. Like they, they're done for they the year. There's that guy like, in Miami who tore his Achilles last weekend. Mm-hmm. On the Black Friday game, if I were him, I'd be calling Aaron Rodgers. Right. What are you doing? Exactly, because he's 38. I mean, I get it. Like, alternative medicine and the vaxes, and we could argue about that all you want. Dark rooms. But if you literally had a torn Achilles and somehow figured out how to get back this quick, and I have a torn Achilles, then I'm going to be like, yo, you got to tell me how to do that. Yeah. And I'm I'm also not so closed off that I'm never going to listen to anything Aaron Rodgers says. No. Especially if he comes back that quick. I'm like, all right. He's Well, I'm still getting the vaccine, but show me how you fix that Achilles. Yes. And just watching him practice. I mean, look, he's... He's an old quarterback. Yeah. And he's going to – anyway, there's a lot of – we also got to talk about Mark Cuban. I wonder if he's going to come back, though. Well, they've got – they've set a date. They've set a date. Did you see that? I, yeah, I wonder, you know, if he will. Have you seen any of this, Snowcone? Did you know that he was coming back? Uh, I saw that he was practicing. Okay. Which I thought yeah, – I don't know much about football, but everyone said Achilles, like, that's season ending. Like, you're Usually, done. Yeah, yeah for don't sure. Come back. Yeah, yeah. And they were talking at least this morning about other players that have had it done and, you know, like the fastest, fastest that someone has recovered. Like, even like but maybe course, the start of next season might not be – 
the thing. I think that's usually a thing, especially since he injured it in the very first game. Yeah, I think it depends on the position, too. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Do you push off of it? How much do you use right. it? I've heard guys have to, some guys can yeah, come that's back true. quicker. Does it affect your speed? Does yeah. it not? Uh, we also got to talk about Mark Cuban. Big Mark Cuban news. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, what then, the hell's going on with I don't that? know. I had no idea any of this was going to happen. I thought it was going to be political run, but he said he's not running no, for anything. No, I can't believe this. I thought he was like Mr. NBA. This yeah. is, I, But I don't follow the NBA at all, so I don't know. And I know Lazo doesn't really NBA either. Well, he's also off Shark we're all kind of, he's, he's like getting rid of everything. Right. We're all kind of Mark Cuban fans, I think. I'm not saying he's yeah, a, perfect, like a perfect billionaire or anything. I just... I like him better than Elon Musk. You know what I mean? I yeah. I, I think I Mark, like Mark Cuban, Cuban says some interesting things sometimes and useful things. And I like him on that like, show. Yeah, and it seems like he was good for the NBA. Again, I don't know anything about the NBA, but it feels mm. like the NBA really liked him, and he, he got a lot of fans interested or a lot of people to become fans. I don't dislike him. How's that? Okay. That's and now, maybe you could message me, and, and I do like him, but maybe He's you could message me and stuff. tell me why I shouldn't. But yes. up to this point, I like him. He has said things in the past, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, we all But have. he talks publicly all the time, so yeah. you're going to say something along the way. Anyway, uh, we got news about him. We've got a, a warning from the FBI, uh, Lazo, about your kids at school. And George Santos. We've not talked about George Santos because we don't get into politics that much. This isn't C-SPAN. But it's, but George it's so funny crazy. now. It's so funny now. It's I mean, hilarious. The, we got to at least talk about the grand finale, which is where we're at, and what he's saying about it. And just put together a list of every single thing now that they have you know, oh, it's like thirty-two. Caught him charges, doing, yeah. and, and that they've charged him with. It's amazing. So, a lot to talk about coming up. What do you got there? Got cigarettes and a Red Bull. Oh, okay. Enjoy. It's the Church of It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Doom scroll. Doom scroll. Big news. So, uh, oh, damn it. Snow cone. My computer messed up again. But we were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Did you already know about this? Like, did you know that, that Aaron Rodgers was planning to come back this season? Had you heard that? Uh, I mean, no. Yes. And he no. He said a few things throughout the season. He said a little thing like he could come back. Yeah. He was going to be back that, fast. Yeah. Or, okay. yeah. I guess I, in my mind, I just thought he won't be back until next year. Isn't that how these things work? He's, you sustain that injury and have the surgery, it's, it's a year. He got cleared to practice, and now they're setting a date for him to come back. And you, yeah. you watch him practice, and he's not limping around or anything. No. He, he looks good. New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers returned to the practice field yesterday. It's only been 11 weeks after that surgery he had to repair a torn Achilles. Recovery from that procedure usually takes up to a year. So Rodgers is targeting the game on December 24th. Christmas Eve is a comeback, but the Jets head coach, Robert Sala, says it's too soon to say whether or not he will actually play this season. That would be crazy. And, of course, there's a lot of talk about how, as we mentioned earlier, this would be a I really quick recovery why he would come time. back except for, and by the way, if he's fine, he wants to come back and play. Good for him. I mean, I'm all for it. It just seems like his team's out of it. You know, why not take the extra time? But I feel like he's the kind of guy who's like, hey, I'm going to tell you these are alternative methods that I've used, and I'm coming yes. back quicker than anybody. That's part I of think it. it's a race not to get to the playoffs. It's a race to prove that. And by the way, I'm all for it. Like, I, that's not me disregarding him in any fashion. But from a sports standpoint, he doesn't need to come back. 
But from a personal standpoint, I'm sure he wants to, and good for him. Well, also, it's a unique circumstance because here he is. He's a legend, right? Ab- an absolute living legend, right. w- whether you think he's, you know, how no, great he's you a think he's, he's a legend. He's a living legend. Man, when I he, say he's a bad quarterback, and I a bad complain legend. about him, he's a bad quarterback of the legendary quarterbacks. Yes. He's a million times better than most quarterbacks. Right. Don't, so and, and, it's like when I say, oh, I'm not that attracted to that supermodel. Right. I'm wildly attracted to that she's supermodel. She's just not my favorite supermodel. She's just, oh, but compared to supermodels, exactly. she's my least favorite of the hottest people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That, right? I like Giselle, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um, when I say bad stuff about Rodgers, yeah. you know, he I understand that. Yeah. That's only you know. about Kate Middleton, right? You know, we've had this before. Everybody's got one. Like, I'm trying to build a bridge here, but... No, I'm just saying, Kate Middleton's the one that I've said before, like, eh, but oh, I try right, to make I it see. clear. No, she's attractive. Obviously, if she wouldn't right, date me, I'm not going to say no. I'm just saying, you, you guys are drooling over. Like when I say Metallica's I the worst band in the world. Right. No. They're, they're not. not literally the worst band in the world. Right. Of all the bands that people think are the greatest bands of all time, they're one of my least favorites. Yes. So that's that's so kind of how you feel about Rogers. That Rogers. makes them the yeah. worst band. Yes. But anyway, that's how you feel about Rogers. A lot of people yeah. might think uh He's the greatest ever. Like, yeah. I get it. So But here he is, the circumstances that <coughs> he signs with this new team, right? He's played with one sure, team. Man, that career. sucked watching it happen. Whether I like him or not, that sucked. And man. I think that's gotta impact his desire to want to come back because he still hasn't played for the like, Jets. Right, and he still he's gotta be like, Can I do this? Right. He wants he's to show gotta he have can that do in it. his mind. I think he thinks not only to everybody else, but to himself. Exactly. But I think I don't know, I think he probably thinks he can do it. But I think, I think if he, he used used alternative medicine, he wouldn't be cleared by doctors for the Jets yeah. if he wasn't okay to go. Right. Which, so, like, he's not getting cleared by me. No. He's not getting cleared by Joe Rogan. Right. He's getting cleared by doctors on the Jets. So, Who whatever he did to get there, he did. Yeah. And I'm sure he went through a lot of their protocols, too. And sure. he went through surgery and everything else. Whatever he did to get there to get this faster... He's now being cleared by the Jets doctors, and that's a big deal. Yeah, and, good for him. And if he does come back, it, it will be history making because he would become the first player to suffer an Achilles tear and then return to play the same season. It's never yeah. happened. And he's like we said earlier, he's he's not twenty three, right? Right. So for him, if he's able to do that, that would be pretty impressive. I think and that it's would be all impressive, you know, what he did and how he did it. I think that's all. I think and, you know, modern medicine, too, I know, you know, whatever he did is different, and we're going to have to hear about these things. I don't really care to. Whatever he did, he did. It's fine. And it seemed to have helped. Yeah. Um, But, you know, you used to tear an ACL. That was, you were done. Mm -hmm. That happened in college. You weren't playing anymore, man. You're done. Now, it's like, you know, then it was like, well, a couple years, you might be back. You got to work out. Now, it's like, hey, nine months, you'll be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Guys tear him and they're out. like, you'll be all right. You'll it's be all right. So, you know, we're getting to that point. And it's, it's a combination where people can of all heal that a lot stuff. faster. You, you, if you make a, a chart <coughs> and list all these factors, I think it makes sense that he wants to come back. I also think that he's watched this team all season and thought, Jesus, our biggest problem is the quarterback. And oh, yeah. I, I, think I think he think thinks true. he can win games with this team. Oh, I think he and thinks that he can. Because I think a lot of people think that. I, if he is, I mean, he's obviously going to come back next year. Yeah. So there may be a part of him that's like, let me get these games in Yes, with these guys, even though it doesn't matter, so we can be ready to roll next year yep. and we can go ahead and win this goddamn thing because there had to be a part of him that was like, you know, I got to get to know these guys in the first four, five, six games, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So I think we can win with the Jets, but now it's almost like free time. Let me get with my running backs and my wide receivers and my tight ends and go out here and try to play some football. Win, lose, or draw, let's just build chemistry together in these games that really don't matter. Yeah. Nope. And we can do that with, and then start off next year, game one, ready to go. I think that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I mean, look, I'm not like his biggest fan, but I love football. I hope he comes back. Like, yeah, I, I hope too, he's cleared to I come back. To... I hope he's ready to come back. Who doesn't want awesome. to see greatness on display? Of course, and we didn't get to see it and, this year. You know, for me, because I don't like Aaron Rodgers, I love to see greatness on display in the NFC Championship game failing. Mm-hmm. Right? And, yeah. I, you know, that's it. Yeah, so uh, good for him. I hope he comes back. Uh, Snowcone discovered last night that Henry Kissinger had been alive up until <coughs> recently. He made it to 100 Kissinger, years old. Snowcone was re- Now, every outlet, I'm sure, had the Kissinger tribute ready to go. I woke up this morning, and I get online, and I'm looking at all these different websites. All of them have these really polished, highly produced videos about Kissinger, and you know that they've just been sitting on these waiting for him to pass. I think we've made further progress. Brilliant and controversial, the former Secretary of State reshaped U.S. foreign policy under Presidents Nixon and Ford. With Nixon, he helped ease tensions with the Soviet Union and conducted secret negotiations with China, spearheading Nixon's historic trip to China in 1972. He also negotiated an end to the Vietnam War, but declared success prematurely, just days before the 1972 election. We believe that peace is at hand. What a legend, man. We had, My house, my parents had pictures of Kissinger all over the walls. No, he's <laughs> not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you sort of half believed it. You looked at me like, wait, what? Yeah, I started no, to. No, they didn't have pictures of uh, Kissinger. I don't know any Kissinger fans. They've got to be out there. I'm sure. Oh, I think people loved him. What's, Some people. What's, what's Trump's buddy with the round glasses? Uh, get me Roger Stone. Roger Stone. He's got it. He's got to be. Sure, he probably has a tattoo him. of his face on his ass. Probably. You know I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. Probably. So Henry Kissinger dead uh, at a hundred years old. He made it to a hundred. How old is Jimmy Carter? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. Did you see him at the funeral? I did. Man, he looked bad. Uh And and I, and I love. Carter. I love the guy. Exactly. Love Carter. He, he looked. He looked. Mm, I felt bad looked, for him. Yes, but. Now, I'm not trying to be funny here, but don't you think, and I said this to Spencer, we were watching the funeral the other day, don't you think that Biden standing next to Jimmy Carter is good for Biden? It makes Biden look oh, young. like if you're standing next to a friend who's shorter and fatter than right. you. Uh-huh. It's like, no, Jimmy Carter's well, old. Look know. at Biden. He's like, got 20 years, you know, before he gets yeah, to this maybe, place. maybe, but you're also like, Jimmy Carter looks bad. I know he does, but right. it makes Biden look... <laughs> Biden looks know. young and spry when you see him standing next yeah. to him. He kind of did. Uh, so anyway, Kissinger dead at 100. Jimmy Carter is not dead that I know of. He's 99. But his wife passed away, right? How old was she? Was she the same age? Who? His wife. Oh, I have no idea. Rosalind. Who's wife? Oh, I thought you were oh, like Kissinger's yeah. No, I don't know anything well, about She Kiss- was like 96 or 97. Like 98 I think. or something. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys have any old uh, Google accounts that you haven't logged into in a while? I'm sure. Gmail, Probably. Google Pictures, uh, Google Documents, any of that stuff? Because if you haven't logged in for a while, today's the last day to save it. Because Google's going to start deleting all well, of that. Well, they're it. saying it's for security reasons. So there are a few, for example, one being that if you haven't used your account in a long time, you're more likely to have a weak password as well. And they say you could be more vulnerable to identity theft or scams. These are all serious things. If you have personal information on there and you just forgot about it, that's the reason why they're saying we're going to go through, we're going to delete these accounts that aren't active. How many Google or how many Gmail accounts do you guys have? How many do you think you've created over the years? Countless. Uh, me, so I haven't cr- done many. You create? Oh, you haven't done many. I, I have. I probably. I'm being honest. Like maybe two or three that I don't know. 
about. Yeah, I might I have less than about. ten. I might have less than ten actually, because yeah. I'll use Outlook I have a lot. One that I use old yeah. Hotmails stuff like that. But I do. I'd have like a to couple. change my one from work. They would never let me do it. What do you mean? My work email I've had for twenty years. Yeah, you get so much junk. Oh, out. I'm like it's unreadable. I, I, I don't, I, dude. I I, I can't tell open people it. Then someone to be like, oh, I emailed you. I'm like, I, you got to text me. I have no idea because, I te- and yeah. then I ask them like, hey, can I change my email? And they're like, no. I'm like, I know. why? I know it's so weird. Why? Who who at the top is like he must keep this email? That's, That's not a thing. Twenty years. And by the way, if they're like, well, you should have been smarter about it and not signed up for stuff with your work email. I'm like. 20 years ago, I didn't know. Right. Also, I had no idea that I'd be here for 20 years, and I had no idea that we were uh, when I signed up for something, yeah. you guys, it would just sign up for a million different things. Like, yeah, sorry, I was in the dark a little. Also, you didn't need to sign up for it because our emails were so simple. The in- people in the industry could figure it out yeah, just by right. guessing. So we got so many emails, and you could try and unsubscribe at the bottom. But my, my email at this uh, point, too many. 20 years, I open it up, and I'm like, well... It's all junk. My and work email you. has 111,936 unread emails. 111,936 unread emails. Beat that if you're listening. 111,000. 111, my Gmail account has 31,000 unread emails. Okay, well, do you ever log into it, though? At least check your Gmail so yeah, you yeah, don't I delete do. it. I've got a couple. You know, you do the ones you're like, hey, maybe I'll use this one. I'm sure, like, if you start an OnlyFans account and you sign in with a, a, a Google Password, you don't want to sign in with whatever your real name is, right? Is that wire fraud? That can't be. Putting in a fake name to sign up for OnlyFans? That's okay, right? You're allowed to do that. Yeah, or is that wire so. fraud? Yeah, All right. We got big billionaire news today. I know we got to take a break here in a minute, but let's first talk about Mark Cuban. People thought Mark Cuban was going to run for president, right? Yeah. I mean, there was all this talk about Mark Cuban suddenly. Now, he says he has no plans to run for president, right. but he's leaving Shark Tank. He did have Shark a committee Tank. last year, like exploring. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. He is leaving Shark Tank. Which, I mean, how are they going to replace him? Are you going to get Elon in there? Oh, God. <laughs> Who would you get? We'll talk about him later. He's having quite a day. Yeah. But Mark Cuban is out of Shark Tank, and he's out of basketball? Yeah, it doubts like both of them the same day, didn't he? I can't believe, Lazlo, that he is getting out of basketball. It, it, you're a yeah, sports right. fan. I know you're not a big basketball guy, but is this not shocking to you? I thought basketball was his passion. I thought he was the face of the NBA when it comes to owners. Yeah. You say name one team owner. It has to be him. Everyone can say Mark Cuban, yeah. even if you don't watch basketball. And what he did for that team and what he did for the mm-hmm. NBA, mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this and was his... And on the refs in the yes. league. He did a lot of good stuff. Seemed like this was his passion. And then he's like, I'll just sell it. In an unexpected move, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban has agreed to sell the majority of his stake in the team. The family of Miriam Adelson, the widow of the GOP donor and casino magnate Sheldon Adelson, they're the prospective buyers the Adelsons. of the team. The Adelsons have already Adel- entered into Adel- binding Adel- purchase agreements with Cuban to acquire majority ownership of the team. All right, but Snowcone, if you're a billionaire... You want to sell your basketball team? Do you really care if it's the Adelsons? Well, you're like, well, whatever. Assume, you yeah. need someone else to, that has the kind of money that, that it's guy. going to require, of course. But I don't know at that point. I wonder if billionaires, because I thought about that. Do they ever get picky about who buys their stuff? Like, eh, I don't want you. To, I guess it depends on why you're getting out of the business too. And you're all in the same club. Because if he if he wants, he I could see him thinking he wants someone to take care of the team, manage it in a, in a positive way, and that he still cares about it. Or maybe he's like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's like, I'm leaving Shark Tank. I've I've done these things. It doesn't seem like kind of guy no, that would just retire. I don't think he'll retire. Sunset, I don't right? think he'll retire. I mean, the guy constantly do, talks about something else. staying busy. Yeah. I could see him saying like, I've I've done these things. They were successful. Now it's time to now do I other do things. Something I need else. other challenges. I don't think he's going to ride off into the sunset. No, he seems like a. I need more challenges. He's going to work until he drops. Yeah, but I still think him saying like, no plans to run for president is a little. 
Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. he's leaving it you open an just a little bit. You had an exploratory committee last year, yeah. and you're selling all your stuff. And you're not saying it. I decided I would never do it. It's not for me. That eh, It just sounds like yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if at some point he says, now I do have plans. I, I looked around, and I decided there was an opening, And which, by the way, if he ran for president, that would definitely shake things up. Sure. More so than RFK, right? But in a yeah. similar way, but just a much bigger way. It would be interesting. All right, we've got to take a break, but stay tuned, because when we come back, we're going to talk about George Santos, who is hilarious and probably getting kicked out of Congress. And then we got to talk about Elon Musk, which we don't talk about him every day. We probably could. But today is a great day to talk about him because he did quite the interview. I'm sure you guys that. saw clips of it telling mm. Bob Iger to go F himself. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll discuss. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo, we doom scrolling. We're doom scrolling. Big gangly, good-looking son of a bitch. I like your sweatshirt and your backwards hat. It's oh, a good thanks, look. Thanks, man. I uh, appreciate you. You can come look at us. We look good. Yeah. Twitch.tv/slash church. Pleasure yourself looking at us. You know, when I was in Florida, I was I like in Orlando. Tell me. I was in Orlando, and there's a Laszlo uh, Laszlo Lane. Laszlo, there's a street. Laszlo L A Z L O. Yeah. Huh. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I thought, well, this would be... I should you know, move there. Yeah, it's too bad it's in Orlando, though. That's what I was thinking. Well, I like Orlando. We were supposed to move there to Celebration <clears throat> City or whatever. I know. We saw that documentary. They won't let us in because we're not old enough, so... We're getting there. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll get there, but yeah, yeah, I would like to go there, but, you know, if we were going there now, I'd like to be closer to the beach, but anyhow... That movie is always depressing to me. Depressing? Yeah, to some degree. Well, remember we had a listener who said he almost got a divorce because his wife got so mad that he rented it because we told him to watch it, or we told people to watch it. What was the name of it? I don't remember. But that guy, I'm like, man, if I live long enough, I'm him. And you even said the same thing. Yes. Yes. It was totally you going, you know, (laughs) eating peanut butter, talking to women, (laughs) asking him out. Are you living here? He's living in, in my in my living room. I, don't, yeah. I can't get him to leave. And then you leave and go to the next woman's house? Yeah. Man, and then guy. he gets with a girl and they're in love or whatever. And then she's like, well, what do we need? She starts making a grocery list. And yep. he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm out. <laughs> Even in his age at 80, he's like, I'm, Co- I'm just going to go live in my van. Cohabitating, that's I it. I cannot make a grocery list with people. Yep, that was his line. I'm like, I can't back. do it either. Lived in I'm his like, car. Oh. He's just like, oh, I hate this. Went to find someone else. He had a yeah. bed in the van, though. He did. It was a nice van. Yeah. I thought about that. I need to get a van like him, yes. put a bed in it. You're never homeless then. Right. I like that. Or whatever. To, uh, unhoused. All right. In the news, we talked about Mark Cuban earlier. But there's other stuff going on. With I did make people. a basket shot, by the way. People on Twitter asked if I made that shot. I made it. Uh, um, yeah, he did make that one. Yeah. I'm not trying to talk S. You usually don't make I it. usually miss. Yeah, but he got that one. <clears throat> Elon Musk gave an interview yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's making a lot of headlines. If you just you know look up Elon Musk now, I would say 95% of the stuff you're going to see is about this interview that he did. Um, Bob Iger was uh, on stage before Elon, Bob Iger from Disney, right? They've had a little bit of beef because after this controversy about Elon responding to this anti-Semitic tweet and kind of promoting this anti-Semitic tweet, he had advertisers pull out. Bob Iger pulled some advertising. So as Elon is being interviewed, they're asking him, hey, you know, are you worried about advertisers pulling out? It could kill X. I read in several articles that this quarter alone, because of the advertisers that have pulled out, he could lose $75 million this quarter in advertising. 
So they asked Elon, are you worried about it? And the response Elon, Elon gave is definitely making headlines. The richest man in the world speaking out in an interview with CNBC's Andrew Ross Sorkin at the New York Times Steelbook Summit. Earlier this month, Musk appeared to endorse an anti-Semitic post on X that accused Jewish communities of pushing hatred against white people, writing the actual truth, a response that unleashed a barrage of backlash from the White House to a wave of companies pulling their advertising from X, which reportedly could cause the social media platform platform up to $75 million. And Musk potentially adding fuel to the fire last night, emphatically scoffing at the advertiser boycott. If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. Go f*** yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. I like so it. So now he's telling Iger you to like go it? F himself. Hey, I like having news to talk about. So, but you don't know, you like, like I don't, whether you agree with him or not or hate him or don't like him, don't you like at least a guy standing up to advertisers? If you face. don't like it, I'll yeah. say it to your face. Yeah. If you don't like it, yeah, instead of like, oh, cowering or I didn't mean to like that or, uh, you know, I was hacked. Yeah. All, I'm going to go to rehab. Yeah. Of all the things you could say, I like the idea of you don't like it. Suck it. Right. Here's the problem. Right. In the whole, if you watch the whole interview, they talk about after Elon got you know in some trouble for this anti-Semitic tweet, Elon goes to Israel and does a tour with Netanyahu, right? right? They go around, and he's got his flak jacket on, and they're looking at all the damage that's been done. It looked like an apology tour. During the interview, they asked him if it was an apology tour. No, it was not an apology. Okay. But then the C- his CEO of X is writing later, like, you know, you should have seen this great candid interview last night. And Elon apologized. And people are like, no, mm. he didn't apologize. Then finally, in the same interview, by the end of it, the CNBC guy who's interviewing him is, you know, still asking about the advertising. Well, okay, but, but funding. And Elon finally admits at the end, like, yeah, you know, they could bring us down. So it's like, you know, yeah. he, if he just kept saying, F you, we'll figure it out. I get what you're saying, right? If he just kept saying, no, we'll figure it out. But the fact that he said... He wasn't apologizing. This, this, he missed that one. Wasn't an apology tour. You know, I don't know. It just if you watch the whole interview, it, it seems like something. I saw Jim Cramer responded to it. Jim Cramer says he thinks Elon Musk has a mental condition. So I mean, there's a lot of people. There was a, an article I read this morning from the San Francisco Chronicle or one of the San Francisco papers. It was an editorial, and this guy said, if you just look at Elon's history, when he first ascended to America's billionaire after Steve Jobs died, the people liked him in the beginning because of the things he was doing. I want to do the, the Hyperloop. I want to make reusable rockets. Uh, I want to do this. All of my patents are going to be open for everyone to see, and his reasons for doing that was because – he said, if I'm on a ship that's sinking and we're all on it, and my guys figure out how to make a bucket that's better at getting rid of water, I should make sure that the people behind me know how to make this bucket that's better at getting rid of water, or we're all going to drown. People thought, oh, this guy, he says the right things. He continues to try and do interesting things. But then you start watching what happens after that, and especially right. once you get to Twitter and the outburst and the weird tweets and all those things along the way. I just read multiple things and that said this. making sure that his tweets show up on top on for top, everyone, even if you right. don't follow him. Every, the whole story of Twitter and it's his take so over Twitter arrogant. is, yeah, it's uh, insecure for sure, yeah. right? Very insecure person. Very insecure. And it just wasn't a great look. And then this interview, they're saying this is kind of it. You know, he's unraveled now. So he could get – I don't think they're saying that he couldn't get it back together, but people have just kind of lost – he, he's no longer like America's straw that broke yeah, the camel's back. We're not America. No longer is going to look is not looking up to this guy. He's like he's our billionaire. We like what he says. It's like oh, what is Elon going to say next? Right. That's where we're at now. 
you know, is he, is he going to call someone a pedophile? Is he going to right. retweet something anti-Semitic? Is he, you know, what's he going to do? Is he going to tell Bob Iger to go f himself? And I get what you're saying. You like the idea, telling them, hey, you're trying yeah. to hold me hostage, or suck it, get rid of freedom of speech or whatever. Yeah, I'll, but, I'll like whatever I want to like. Right, right. But I think Disney already has a history, like they what happened in Florida with Meatball Ron. Oh, I don't think they're going to advertise what we're with them. They may look at it and be like, you know what? I don't need your money. Right. But and I kind of like that. I like. I like that idea. Right. Whether I like him or why he's saying it, that doesn't matter. I like the idea of a CEO of a company and people saying, we're going to pull our advertising and him saying, good, shove it up your ass. I get it. I like the idea of that. I get it. I guess the uh, the question that they all had, that the CNBC guy had and everyone watching had was, but if all these advertisers continue to not spend money, will your company make it? Right? Do you, is this enough money that it could bring you down? I think that's a big question. I have no idea what it costs to operate X. I know it's probably cheaper now, right, Snowcone? I mean, the, every story I've heard, he, he slimmed it down quite a bit and fired a lot of people. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, a But lot. I still assume it costs a lot of money to run that thing. I yeah. have no idea. Could these advertising boycotts be enough to mess up I have X? no idea. I have, I have no, no idea what idea. his income is on other advertisers. Me neither. No Me idea. neither. All but I he know, knows. All I know is they said that he could lose $75 million they say in this the quarter. evaluation went to? Oh my God! It, it was dropped. like less than half. It, it, it was like fifty-five percent. Oh, it was like a tenth or something, wasn't yeah. it? He bought it for thirty-four, and now it's at like twelve or something. Yeah. It, okay. So maybe it was only half, but yeah, it, was like it 55%, dropped a lot. Yeah. And that was the value of X, and that's in a year. Yeah, where it was right when he bought it, and right before he bought it, and where it is now. Which it never worth. was the amount he paid for, it, but still, like that's true. It's been a the media does like drop. to use that. You know, he overpaid for it. He knew he overpaid he for it. Overpaid he for got it. stuck overpaying for it, yeah. and that was part of you know the story. So it wasn't worth that, but still, like. It's been a drastic drop. Yeah. Now, the other guy... I'm I'm just looking at their stock right now. If we look... If we do one month... Friday, September 30th, it was worth 43.26. Okay, X value dropped uh, 70 million per day. Okay, X has been bleeding nearly 70 million per day in value since Elon Musk took over. And this is from The Verge. X is officially worth less than half of what Elon Musk paid for it. A year after he bought the company for $44 billion, Musk thinks the company is now worth $19 billion, a 55% drop. And Business Insider said on November that is 1st. Bad. Business Insider said on November 1st that X has been bleeding $70 million per day in value Oof. since Elon Musk took over. I don't understand. Well, I mean, all right, whatever. I mean, you guys obviously got it. I'm just looking at the stock. And the 52 week high and low, the high is 54. It's not a. Public's traded stock. Anymore, the low right? is thirty one thirty. You can buy X. I don't know that. At least it says Twitter. I thought you couldn't buy. X. No, he. Yeah, he bought it. It's I, private. It's New York private Stock now, Exchange T W T E R. I thought it was private now. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he bought it. But I definitely don't work at CNBC. I have no idea. Right. And I'm not here to say that I hate Elon. Or I just you know. I don't know. He's quite the figure. We're watching. I mean, we're alive for it. I think people are going to talk about him for a long time. And he's certainly unpredictable. Now, another guy who's unpredictable, or maybe he is predictable at this point, is George Santos. We don't really talk about George Santos, even though there's stuff going on with him all the time. But now I feel like we're kind of at the, the finale, right? George Santos was okay. elected. Just to finish this, you yeah. can no longer buy Twitter stock. Okay. So okay. It's, so it's private because he bought it. Uh, George Santos got elected by making claims that have all been disproven about his life, about his family. He said his grandparents survived the Holocaust. They were Jewish uh, Ukrainians, right? Or no, did they die in the Holocaust? Is that what he said? I think he said they died in the Holocaust. I, I don't so. know. 
he said he went to this school that he didn't go to and another school they didn't go to. And then he played volleyball at this school, which he didn't do. He said that he had some sort of charity where he neutered cats. Do you remember that? No. And none of this was real. All the stuff he makes up is so bizarre, the stuff he chooses to make up. And he makes up a lot of stuff. He gets elected. He says, I'm the first openly gay congressperson to get elected and not be an incumbent. Okay, that's confusing. But anyway, I guess maybe someone could have come out as gay after they'd already been elected sure, and then get reelected. That's what he's saying, right? Must be saying that. I don't know who that would have been. Anyhow, now people in Congress, a lot of people in Congress at least, are saying this guy's got to go. He's been investigated, and he has now been charged with a lot of crimes. 23 counts or something? Inclu- I thought it was 30, so maybe, maybe it was 30, yeah. Can lot. you look it up and see how many it is? Yeah. He's, I mean, some of the stuff he's been accused of, he's been as- accused of stealing the identities of identity theft for people that work. Do they work for him? or are they no, they're just- donors. They're, oh, he was using donors. That's right. He was donors' credit cards. The donors' credit cards he was using, buying interesting stuff. Uh, and he's doing it to multiple people, right? So Congress is saying we got to kick this guy it's out. A total of twenty-three charges. Okay, twenty-three. Oh, that was, you know right. what? No, because that was October, and there's been more now. So okay. disregard that. Okay, so he's saying you can't kick me out of Congress. I got voted into Congress. The only people that get kicked out of Congress are people who have been convicted of crimes or Confederates who committed treason. There's been a long-standing precedent in the House that. Every single member that's ever been expelled, and they are trying to join me to the group of three Confederates and two people convicted in a court of law. So if I am to get expelled tomorrow, I will be number six in the history, the first Republican and the only one without a conviction or without having committed treason. Because if I leave, they win. If I leave, the bullies take place. This is bullying. Okay, he says he's being bullied, guys. You know, it's not fair. This is bullying. I'm just looking through lists of some of the things that he's lied about uh, and some of the things that he said. It's just he's amazing, isn't he? Uh, is it's that, fascinating. Is that, is that pathological? The documentary is going to be great. Is that pathological? Is that what that is? Like yeah. he can't help but lie? All of these things and it's such bizarre things. Like I started a charity where I neutered cats. How do you come well, up with this mean? stuff? I'm saying that he he had this uh, animal charity. Hold on, it's on this list here. Let me find it because that was one of my favorites. I also like that he said he played volleyball. Uh, let's see. Santos allegedly faked an animal charity and swindled a disabled veteran and his sick service dog. In January, disabled oh this might be different. Uh, disabled Navy veteran claimed that Santos scammed him in 2016, back when he was homeless and his service dog was sick. The representative allegedly raised three thousand dollars to pay for surgery. For the service dog, but the veteran said he never received the money. According to reports, a person named Anthony DeVolder, a version of Santos' full name, allegedly reached out to the veteran saying his organization, Friends of Pets United, that's the same thing I'm talking about, Friends of Pets United, could help get a tumor removed from the dog's stomach. Santos then set up a GoFundMe to raise $3,000, which reportedly was never sent to the veteran. On X, Santos denied the allegations of the scam, writing, quote, The reports that I would let a dog die is shocking and insane. My work in animal advocacy was a labor of love and hard work, even though none of it's yeah. true. This yeah. campaign, Santos claimed to have uh, founded the animal uh, charity organization, I almost said cruelty, and an investigation by the New York Times revealed that Santos used that organization to raise money, but then pocketed all of the donations. That's a good idea. Which, I mean, he's doing it to a homeless guy, allegedly, and saying, hey, yeah. let's start a GoFundMe, and then taking that money. He just can't help himself. No. And you can get different websites and find out. I mean, he, he suggested that Chinese communists uh, kidnapped his niece. You just, just, just well, type in. Did that. Just, yes, just type That's in George true. list of George Santos lies. Yeah, and There's find articles so about many. all. There's so his whole life, everything. So he told the vote people. is tomorrow to expel. Him. Tomorrow, this is the third vote. Today seems like there's a lot of momentum. Do you guys think it's gonna? The, I have no idea. I just go by what they say on the news. And on the news this morning, they made it sound like this, this time he might get kicked out. Right. The, today they're it debating seems it. Seems like it. 
Today they're debating it. Tomorrow they will vote. I don't know why they do it three different times. It seems like if it doesn't work, yeah. move on to something else. Can you keep doing it? Can you keep doing it? I don't know. It seems like you can because this is the third one they've done. I guess. But they're talking about this one the most. Yeah, Yeah, he's been charged more now, but he would be the first one, I guess. after the first or second one, they didn't expel him, but they referred it to the committee, the ethics committee. Yeah. The ethics committee just put out this report, which is bringing more criminal charges. That's why he's getting... Uh, tried to be, I think I'm with Lazo on this one. Just take away all of his committee assignments. Basically, nerf him off. to not well, give him the, any right. power and, and then wait for him to be convicted. And if there's some sort of rule in American politics and government that says that you can vote him out, then I'm okay with that as long as it's a rule. But I just, I, I don't like, even though he's clearly, in my mind, done all these things, I don't like moving forward without due process. Like, it feels like we're getting very close to just removing due process in a lot of situations. Like, he what's it vo- matter? He was voted you in. You take away his, all his power and then let him get convicted, right? Like He was voted in. That's my thing, and I understand his argument. He would never get reelected, obviously. He but we don't know run. that. He said he's not going to run. I mean, I, I'm saying he wouldn't get reelected. Right. But then I think, well, Marjorie Three-Name Green wouldn't yeah. get reelected either. And they're like, no, she would. I'm yeah. like, so I so but she's, so, she's deep, different, deep, though. Deep I know, but I'm just saying, people that you think wouldn't get elected do. Yes, but he's in a, a district that voted for Biden by, like, I don't know. Yeah. I like, know that he probably would. I'm just saying we make assumptions that yes. that wouldn't happen. Okay, but so the assumption is he wouldn't get reelected. Right. But, and he already said he's not going to run again because he doesn't think he could get reelected, obviously. Right. Right. But I, I do understand the idea of saying, hey, if we if this is... If there's no precedent for this, this then let's wait until right. he gets convicted. Of course. Surely there's a way in Congress to nerf this guy's ability to do is. anything. Don't vote for anything he proposes. Right. You know, ignore him. Whatever you got to do. Already, I think they already took Which they seem to have been doing. I think doing. he was on one committee, they, you know, worthless one that kicked yeah. him off. Yeah. And they can get you then, off that, right? And just, they can censure you. That's what I'm saying. You right. can censure him. I don't know if that you does any do, good. I don't know what that is. Really. But I've heard, I've heard of it. heard of it. I know there's I think there's a lot of stuff that you can do to make them virtually, you know. And then get a prosecutor to get one of these charges in court as quick as you can and convict right. them. And then convict them and let due process do its thing. Like, yeah. I just think we missed that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, look, the guy's, the guy's something else. The story is something else. And if you get a chance to sit there and read through his life of lies, it's impressive. Think about this. The guy did get elected so I pulled up to Congress. A, I pulled up a list of lies from New York Magazine. Okay. And this, this article just on the website, it's like the longest article I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay. It's very, very small. I mean, there's, there's countless. Do they do bullet points of big yeah, ones or they, anything? Yeah, they take, they take the big ones and then they do a little paragraph explaining, you know, why it was a lie and what happened. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's a giant, giant But think about article. how far he got on all lies. It's one thing to lie a lot. But his entire life, everything about him seemed to be manufactured in his Do we know anything head. about his real life? Yes. Like, what is it? Is it just yes. normal? They've and- looked into it. Yeah, his, his family's Brazilian, I think, right? His, his grandparents were not Ukrainian Jews that were killed in the Holocaust, right? Yeah, that wasn't true. They, I know they've looked into it. I have not followed him that closely. I see some of the stuff that he's lied about, and I'm like, wow, this guy is yeah. something else. But I, I do get the impression, based on what I'm reading, when they say his parents weren't this, these are his parents. It looks like they have le- looked into him, and they know... His like, actual history, because story, right. that's how they found out that all this stuff was lies. You know, they looked he's back. Just and a they, basic guy who, who, who scams everyone. Looks like he but just scams he get everyone. In? What was he? What was his? What What were his real credentials? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think he had. Did any he go either. to college? Did he, yeah, does they, he have a degree? I think like, that, you know, again, I haven't looked into it enough. But every time they talk about, again, mm, I, I went to this school. Here. No, he didn't. This is what he actually did. 
So I think you can look up not, what not they've learned matters. about. Not that it matters. I'm just yeah. curious. You know, like, what is his real story yeah. Yeah. as compared to all these other stories? And I stories? think as they're looking into his life, that's when they find all these other characters who say, I was scammed by him. Oh, he started to go fund me for me and took the money. And as they start investigating, then they go back. They find all these people that accuse him of, you know, being a bad person. Or stealing from him. Yeah, so whatever. he claimed he went to a couple different colleges. Yeah, there's and, two that he and, lied about. Yeah, like Bar- Barish, I don't know, Barish College, and then he said NYU, and both those schools said no. Yeah, and then he was a volleyball player, I think, at Barish. Yep. I don't remember which yep. one. Yep. Uh, the, the, the pet thing, I told you a little bit about that. Obviously, there's that, that guy, that veteran, who says that he scammed him personally, but there's also just the stories that he told what that charity did. When they looked into it, it looks like the charity did not do those things. So... I mean, when you start with my parents were killed in the Holocaust, yeah. they're Jewish, and that's not true. Really that's a to go big from, one. Yeah. That's a big one. The Church of Laszlo. I'm just telling you right now, you guys know. Don't go looking into my North London transcripts. I was there. I already looked into it. It's legit. I know. I talked to some of your classmates. The Metropolitan University now, they changed it. But we yep. did have, we had a classmate on, if people on remember show. that. Yes, yeah, we had him on. Yeah, I think you guys did your PhDs together, right? Well, no, I didn't get that. But we were all together, and the mayor of London no, went with us. Your thesis? You guys did your thesis nah. together? So I can't, it's been so long since I we, went to college. We lived close to each other and hung out with the mayor of London. We all yeah. went to the University of North London. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you, you're, where did you go to school again? Binky Baker. Binky Baker? Yeah, Binky Baker. Can- I, I, in Canada. I, yeah, it's uh, Binky Walker is what you're thinking of. Binky, huh? Binky Walker. No, I know, but I knew he'd remember if but I said then, Baker because well, I made that movie. You don't remember the name of the college you went to? No, I do, but I, well, you called it Binky it Baker, Binky I Walker, think. Binky Walker, but he Binky always called it Binky Baker. No, yeah. Lazo well, called it Binky, call Binky Baker. You called it Binky Baker, so I started you know, calling it Where was it again? Binky Walker. was in North London, the University of North London. was in Portland. Yes. It was in Portland? Portland, Oregon. Binky Walker? Established in 1902. But you hmm. kept saying Binky, Binky Baker. Business College. I thought you'd remember you, when I said it. Do you remember it. the fight song? Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, Binky Baker, we hold you in <laughs> It's our... not Binky Banker. It's Binky Walker. Binky Walker. Now you've got me confused. <laughs> hey, Binky Walker, we hold you in our hearts. And when we graduate from here, our brains are sharp as darts. Yeah. Binky Baker. Binky Baker. Binky Baker. Binky Baker. I can't do it as fast as the kids. <laughs> Binky on the... Walker. Binky Walker. I know, but you call it Binky Binky Baker. I don't call it that. You do. We had a whole conversation years ago, and you called it you Binky have... Baker. Can we pull up him telling us where oh, he yeah. went to college? Yeah, I got it. I'll have to. Uh, I mean, Wait, I... this is live from when? 2004? This was 2014. I have Man, transcripts. This is... I'll put the whole thing in the other I have a degree. If you want. I have merchandise. I can prove you. I have pictures of me there. Binky Walker. I'll, I'll, I was uh, an owl. I'll have to go through and find this segment. Hold on. B- bitch, I'm an owl. Woohoo! Oh, remember? I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. I made that up for the school, and they liked it so much they couldn't make it official. And your it, rivals like, you were cuss. Bassett. Yep. Bassett? Yep. Yeah, they call them the Bassett bitches. Bassett bitches. We don't need no bitches. <laughs> They're good for nothing. That's what we say. Binky Walker. Binky is Walker is the school. school. Yes. You kept calling it Binky Baker. Why would I and, call it that? And you rushed Chai Omega. Chai Omega, yes, but I, I didn't Not get Kai, in. Chai. I didn't get in, though, but I got honorary once I got on the radio. I'm looking up Suddenly Binky Walker, and there's just nothing. Suddenly I'm an honorary member. There's nothing for Binky Walker. I could have made it in, but I didn't want to pay the How money. How do you spell Binky Walker? What do you mean? Oh, it's... um. Well, it's right here. you tell me. It's, okay. it's right here. Binky How do you Walker. Spell Binky Walker? I'm looking at Is the website two words? right now. What do you mean? Is Binky it Walker University? Because I'm looking and he's, I can't He's stalling. No. La- Lazo, wh- how, how do you, can spell you not it? look this up? Binky Walker. 
How do you spell Binky Walker? I'm curious. Are you serious right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm serious. You don't know how to spell up. Binky Walker? Yeah, no. How do you spell it? How do you spell it, Snowcone? I, <laughs> I, I spell it with the B. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then what comes after the B? I. Now, what that's you, weird. What did you put in it? It's an E. That's where you lost it. So that's I'm saying. You put an I in there. I know you did. <laughs> and then it's an H. Yeah? Well, did I tell you how to spell it yet? And then it's an N and a K and an E. So you did find it, didn't you? <laughs> ha. So why are you playing this whole game like it doesn't exist? I knew what you're doing over there, Binky Baker. It's Binky Walker. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Just one thing comes up with Binky Walker. Well, it's not a huge school. I told you that. You went to school there? Yeah, business college. And what did you study? Business. Study business and other things. Because uh, I, first, I changed my major a couple of times. But, yeah, ended up uh, studying business. There was a lot of, uh, we had a lot of. I mean, it seems so much easier because I can look at, like, I just click on the University of North London and it comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And? I mean, it's right there. There's the faculty, the environment, mm-hmm. learning center. Mm-hmm. The rocket. Yeah. What, so what's your problem? You can't find that stuff from my school? I can't. Well, I told you it's a smaller school. But, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at their website right now. You can become an, uh, an applicant if you want. Um, here's Look at this lady. I probably graduated with her. You see her, Snow Cone? Look, she's having a good time. Yeah. Right, Snow Cone? Okay. Isn't, isn't that All where right, I went I found, to school? I found some part of this, uh, the original segment. Isn't that here. where I went to school, Snow Cone? Here. Do you that, want, that's here, it. Do you want this is him when he first tells us what college you went to because, you mean, you can... You can look it up. I'm Northern looking at Polytechnic. it right now. It's, wait, was it originally called the Northern Polytechnic Institute? That sounds right. Because that's the University of North London. Well, see, now you're trying to trick me. I don't know. <laughs> you're asking me if it used to be called okay, something I'm not, else? I'm not I don't sure know. part of the kind. This is a long conversation, but I pulled a part that I think is relevant here. Okay, let's hear. 2014? I would have remembered better than yeah. that. Said, I meant to say Binky Walker. <laughs> we were right down the street from Bassist. They called us Bassist bitches. That's what they called us. So I get it confused. Anyway, Binky Walker business is where I went. I'm looking don't, at the college If you're going right to lie about a college, don't lie to that. What, about Binky business? Yeah. Anyway, I went to Binky business, rushed Chi Omega. That was cool. And then uh, the accolades and awards, 18% of us lie about the accolades and awards that we achieved. All of my accolades. Yeah, so there's the. Uh, I'll put the whole segment at the end of the podcast if you want to listen to it. Well, but there's oh, the, uh, weird. So ten years ago, I'm saying the same thing that I'm saying today. Same fraternity that I rushed. That they made me an honorary member later. Sorry, I didn't. I said chimes didn't at a spell it right. or whatever. Didn't spell what right? Binky. You didn't spell Binky right. <laughs> I'm on their website, Binky Walker Business College. Boom. And where is it located? Lazo, it says right here in Portland, Oregon, established in 1902. Trained students for jobs including bookkeeping, shipping clerks, paying tellers. Courses offered include shorthand. Students include men and women. I was one of the men. Uh Sure. I'm positive. And it doesn't say it on there, but they did kelp cutting too. Kelp cutting. I, I was supposed to be a kelp cutter. I'm still supposed to be a kelp cutter. They told me in elementary school, this is what you're supposed to be. A kelp cutter? A kelp cutter. 
You have to what the take, hell's a kelp cutter? I had to take the personality test in elementary school. It takes like a whole week. And then they give everyone their file back and says, this is what you should do. The girl next to me said, you should be in business. You know, the, the person next to me, it says, uh, you should become a veterinarian. Mine said, I should be a kelp cutter. What the hell is a kelp cutter? Well, I had to look into it. But it's a good job. Well, what is it? And this personality test that the government paid for me to take said that I should be a kelp cutter. So I looked for schools that offer courses. Thank you, Walker. Sea bottom. I, I looked they at offered co- that. They offered bookkeeping. Yes, they offer bookkeeping, mm-hmm. uh, tellers, uh, shipping clerks. But I, I, I've discovered that they also have some kelp cutting courses. And I was like, finally, a kelp cutter career, right? Because mm-hmm. it's been on my mind ever since they handed me that sheet in the fifth grade. You're supposed to be a kelp cutter. And? In fifth grade, they told you that. Yes. I believe all they, this. They gave, everyone, they gave everyone a file that says, here, here, you did this whole. A kelp cutter. A kelp cutter. In Missouri. They didn't say live in Missouri. You might have to move. Okay. But, but it said, be a, grade. Okay. be a kelp cutter. That's okay. what you're supposed to do. And I trust my school. I trust the government. And then you went to Binky Walker. Because they had some kelp, had cutting, some kelp classes. cutting classes. Got it. And then I got and really rushed, into it, and I took some business. Ended up taking business classes. Rushed Chai Omega. Came up with a new slogan for the school, but they weren't allowed to make it official because it says bitch in it. Mm. Um, mm. But it, we got a lot of students recruited that way because some of those videos went viral, my friend. And this is in the early days of viral videos. And what about those allegations? People say that it's not Chai, it's Kyle Omega, but that it's a sorority. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that before, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just look into it, you'll see. It's Kai Omega. If you look into it, you'll see. It's not I, Chai. Well, it's not like Chai T. I said Kai. Okay. Uh, if you look into it, you'll see I did not. I don't know who said it, but I did not get uh, accepted. Right? Mm-hmm. Is it possible that I was not accepted because I was a guy? Mm. Mm. Come on, guys! It's that not is that true. Hard. He didn't say he was in Chai Omega. He said it was he rushed, rushed. Chai Omega. And then when Chai got to, Omega, right? Kai. He keeps saying Chai. Right. Right. Sorry, my fault. Rush Chai Omega didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But later when I get on the radio, they're like, hey. Honorary member. Congratulations. We should make you an honorary member. And that's it. That checks out to me. They came to a show. I heard people going, uh, oh, bitch, I'm an Alan. I was like, oh, former was- classmates. Woo-hoo! Former classmates. Right. Yeah. And you had the secret you, handshake. I forgot to, about you're that. You're not supposed to do the hoo-hoo I actually this- went there. Oh, sorry. I forgot oh. that you had the secret handshake that you were going to yep. show, I think, Jeremy in that segment. Yeah. Yep. There was a handshake. Mm-hmm. I still remember it. Can you I, show I, us? I, I might have shown Laszlo. Show him right now. No, yeah. I'm not supposed to, especially now that we're on Twitch. I definitely can't do it. Right. But, uh, yeah. Did you go to school with anybody famous? Anybody else go to oh Binky Banky? Uh, guy, one of the guys that you probably grew up with because he's from your part of the country, uh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels Jeff went Daniels there. Jeff Daniels with yeah. Binky I don't know if he graduated from there, but I know he took classes there. He did? Mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels, huh? Yep. I'm trying to think of other people that might. I have always been thought he went to Eastern Michigan. He he did for a while. Yeah, you know, he did. Okay. Yeah, uh, but I think he had to take classes. He, he had, had to, to drive all the way to Portland Bink- and take some Binky Bank or well, kelp cutting. I don't think he drove, but yeah, <laughs> took some kelp cutting classes. Well, he lived on campus. Okay. Um, when I say on campus, you know, he got an apartment close to the to the building. Uh, who else went to school there? Oh, uh, you know who took uh, uh, kelp. Cutting classes with me for yeah, a little while that? was that singer that was really popular. Oh my god, I was so mm. proud of him. He had a huge hit mm. in the two thousands. It sounded like the Police. He did the Super Bowl. What was his name? Bruno Mars. Mm. <laughs> Bruno Mars took help cutting classes very with briefly you. at Binky Bay. Very briefly, yeah. He Man, was you had a lot. I thought I was, but I didn't know it was him. I got calls later, like you know who that is. And I'm like, no. Man. Like that's the guy that we took kelp cutting classes with. I was like, oh my god, oh, my, that's yeah, cool. my kelp cutting. Um, Classmates. Did you ever talk uh, about I thought it was big because I went to school with Sadiq Khan. But mm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
I mean, it ain't cool. Jeff Daniels or Bruno Mars. Well, no, I think it's I think it's pretty big. So well, he come was I mean, mayor of London. But it's pretty big. Yeah, but it's pretty not, fit, like it's, internationally it's not known. Bruno Mars, it's not big. Jeff Daniels. But when's the last time Bruno Mars had a hit? I'm just saying. Well, he's had a, he's had a bunch of them though. Mm-hmm. What's he done for you lately, though? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing now. I'm just saying he might be kelp cutting. Might I don't be kelp know. Cutting. But yeah, it wasn't a big school. I would expect your school to have more celebrities attend there. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he studied law there. Oh, City okay. Con. At, Bink, at, at, at Binky no, Walker? No, at North London. So I did an undergraduate degree. I think he went to the law school of Lo- Lo- North London. You gotcha, see what I'm saying? gotcha. Which well, I think it's now the London Metropolitan University. But I try not to talk about it too much because I feel like if I bring it up, it sounds, like, it sounds like one of those guys like, you the know, London I went to Met. Stanford. They're always bragging about it. I went to Harvard. I don't want to be that person, so I try not to talk about Binky Walker all that often. Mm-hmm. But you asked... So that's it. Yes, I went to Minky Walker. Yes, I took business classes. Yes, I was a kelp cutter. And yes, I played on the lacrosse team. All right, fellas, we are out of time. Hmm. You can look into it. That's going to be it for us. You can look into it. I'll get Bruno Mars on the show tomorrow. The Dalai Lama has a honorary Walker? No, From Binky Walker? No, North London. Oh, might have one of his. He an honorary degree. He could have one of Binky Walker. Yeah, we'll give him one. I'll call, I'll call, I'll call the people in charge. All righty, that's it. All right. Well, I expect I'm going to get home and have so many messages. Hey, good from show, people Binky now. Walker. You win, man. You went to the better school. I'm proud of you. Woo-hoo. That's I'm an owl, bitch. Right? Is that mm-hmm. it? All right. Stay I'm po- an owl, bitch. Stay Woo-hoo. positive, owls. The church shot Laszlo. Let's talk about your resume. What about my resume? Well, Career Builder wrote a thing about resumes, and I only wrote a resume once. It was about eight years ago. What did you write it for? Um, I don't know. My brother said I should have one because you moved. Because I moved? <laughs> yeah. And then I tried to get a job in the, the record industry. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they didn't want me. So I said, they don't want me. My brother said, well, you need a resume. So I said, well, can you make me one? And he's like, sure. What are your talents? <laughs> I said, well, let's not start there. <laughs> let's start with what you're supposed to put on a resume. Like, aren't you supposed to lie and or at least embellish a little bit? He's like, sure, we can embellish this thing. Uh, Which it was, brother? It was very short. It was very short. The lawyer. Right. He tried to help me, but so Career Builder says that they caught at least fifty-eight percent of applicants lying on their resume, and the most common lies people tell on their tell, resumes. Is this a survey? Did you hit survey? Is uh, well, it's not exactly a survey. You, no, no, you don't have to. Survey? No, 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 no. Because it's really a career builder just giving, sending out this report about your resume and what you should do. Was it like the top ten things people lie about on their resumes? Well, it's like most memorable resume lies. Industry's most likely to report catching your lies. All right, let's the do review it. Go on, process. Come on. It really scared me because I know that in this building, what we've done and what you've told me to do is steal someone else's resume. I never told you to do that. You told me to do that. I never told you to do that. You said basically copy this because you copied this, and I just changed this, and then you changed that, and you changed this over here, and then put it in a school that's out of business, and then change this over here. Tell me you went to a school that doesn't exist. I, never I remember check, that conversation. Print up a resume. We talked about it on the air. It's not a big secret. Well, man, I'm doing that for you because you have a crappy resume. Right. My resume sucks. Well, my resume is awesome. All right, so here's the most common resume lies. Are you trying to tell me the University of North London doesn't exist? Um, it doesn't, does it? It's Metropolitan University. Uh, right, it switched. Call it London Met. It's uni over there, okay? But you never had a. You never went over there. I oh, mean... Oh, yes, I did. Right. I mean, I know you did, but you didn't. You know what no, I mean. No, I did. 
and I went to school there. Most common resume lies embellishing your skill set. Laszlo told me to put on my resume <laughs> that I'm a manager. Yeah, you do. And, and that I have 13, 13 people. No, I said 30. Working underneath me. I yeah, am but you a were, district manager. You I were, drive a Dodge Strat. You were including interns. Yeah, they still report to you. But they're not employees. <laughs> you so, have all the part-time people, all the promotions people, all the air staff, and I would go ahead and include some of the salespeople. So my skill set then is, by the way, this is your skill set too. Your Manage. resume's the same, just bigger. <clears throat> yeah. It's longer and bigger. The it's nicer like school. Mm-hmm. So, so what's my skill set? You've you've told me before what I should put. What I put? Problem solving, creativity, yeah. motivating staff. Yep. Management skills. Journey, do I ever motivate you? No. You know what I say? I say I'm an expert at managing creative. Yep. I'm an expert at managing creative and unique personalities. And that's what I am. I am an expert at it. And you know all the crazy sons of bitches that work for me? Every last one of them's damn near crazy. And yet, look at us. We've all been here for like over 10 years. We're pretty happy. <laughs> Try putting this staff under any other one man. It really takes someone who does not give an F about people to be able to manage this staff. They couldn't do it. Okay. I'm so that, great at it. That's all part of the skill set. I'm great at not caring about you guys. <laughs> it also says that we embellish our responsibilities. My responsibility says that I overlook these people, and then I'm responsible for contributing to the creativity of a multi-million dollar yeah. radio broadcast. Yeah, that's what I say, too. This is a multi... I run a multi-million multi dollar company. I run it. A multi-million dollar company, I run it. I'm in charge of it, top to bottom. Yeah, and you're assistant to the person. Yep, you're the assistant. You're the number two guy. My that. responsibilities also include overseeing promotional events. Yeah. I was at Kegs and Eggs this morning. Right. I just kind of watched OK Go. Though. And create. Yeah. Not only do you oversee them, you create them. 55% of people embellish those things. What? What their responsibilities well, are. Well, you're not. I've seen you write a two-sentence promo. Don't yep. sell yourself short of that. Well, You've created a, a lot. Yep. And you do oversee events. So does Journey. You both go there. Maybe the banners aren't exactly where they're supposed to be. You know what's going Ooh, on. I should, look at I should look at Journey's resume. Dates of employment, almost half. Journey, Journey does a lot more than you. Almost half of us lie about our dates of employment. That's just because we don't know. I don't know exactly when I started. Well, I go ahead and I start. I put my start date as the day that I showed up here in my uh, scrubs from the car dealership and was like, yo, mind if I sit in the corner and listen to some disc man? Watch you do your thing. And then I even count the time that he was suspended and I was just here sitting in a corner alone. Laz wasn't even here. I count all that. I was not employed, nor was I an asset to the station. You were an asset. No. I needed a ride home. I did give you a ride. See? There was something. I was yes. accomplishing something. That's there. an executive assistant's role, by the way. 
34% of us lie about our job title. Let's be honest. If I'm not lying, I'm at least embellishing. I don't see how you've lied yet. Well, you just said you run the station. I mean, you do, but at the same time, there's someone else above you who also says they run the station, and someone above them. Well, then someone above me would say that they run more than one station. Oh. And then someone above them would say that they run the entire Midwest, or and then someone above them would say they run the entire west of the Mississippi, or something like that, and then somebody else would say, I run the whole goddamn thing. I run one, and that's pretty awesome. And it is a multi-million dollar company. And yes, I run it. It's a multi-million dollar brand. I run it. Are there? Do I have people that I check in with? Absolutely. Just like the guy who probably runs the, I don't know, there's probably a guy who runs a Ford Focus brand, right? But there's probably people in Ford that run all the brands that have to look over them. That's what I do. I'm not embellishing. I'm telling the truth. All right. Job title? The I'm the guy. So my title. That's what is, my business card says. It my, says the guy. My title is assistant to the guy. Yeah. Well, that's something, I guess. Yeah. So that's not a total embellishment. Mine just says Meredith. <laughs> that's your job title. Yeah. Thirty-three yeah. percent of us lie about our academic degree. Looking at you two. Mine says I'm I don't a, lie about mine. My my college changed. <laughs> because it, uh, someone caught on that I had. The, that I'd written down the wrong college. I had just written it down wrong. I had spelled it wrong and said the wrong college. Because I totally forgot that they changed the name and that I wasn't in the Northeast at all. I was in the Northwest at Bassist College in Portland, Oregon. They closed in 2000. Good. Bassist College. Did you have a good time there? Probably pretty cool living in Oregon, Portland. Yeah, I mean, it was nice. Uh, we were outside of Portland. Whatever, were you in man. a fraternity there? Uh, you know what? I did rush a fraternity. Chai Omega. Chai Omega. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what? I rushed, and then I didn't have the funds to become a... What? Chai Omega. I rushed. <coughs> I rushed. <laughs> Chai Omega. Chai Omega. You guys familiar with Chai Omega? The big chose. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, okay? The mighty chose. Look it up. It's a real thing. Okay. Some call it Chi Omega. Tai Chi? No, Chi Omega, Chi Omega. Some people call it Kai Omega. Yeah, Just there depends. You go. I don't like to call it Kai, just like I don't like to say Bonivet. Okay? <laughs> I say it the way it's, what, Jenny? Don't shake your head. I call it Chi Omega. Okay, Kai Omega. Yeah. I rushed Kai Omega. I was not in a fraternity. I went to the University of North London. That's my academic degree. Mm -hmm. My degree was in business management. Perfect. And I rushed Chi Omega at yeah. Bassist College in Oregon. Bassist. Yeah, it's closed. Don't bother looking it up. Companies that you worked for, 26% of us lie about. That's a quarter of us. See, because I went to school. I know the fractions. A quarter of us lie about our academic, uh, or sorry, the companies that we worked for. I list everywhere that I ever worked. Me What's too. wrong with that? I say that I was a... I only list the companies that apply towards the job I'm getting. The good get. thing is the last company I worked for is out of business, so... Can't exactly call over there and... Oh, Bassus College turned into the Art Institute of Portland. Yeah, they did switch it over to art, which I obviously wasn't an artist, but... 
before it switched. My degree says bassist. You get what I'm saying, right? Sure. Yeah. I should know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, that's where you didn't know that. Companies that you worked for, you ever lie about who you've worked for? It's called now the Art Institute of Portland. Yeah, I told you. It was oh, so if you call the Art Institute of Portland, they have the Bassist College transcripts there. Ooh, I might have wrote down the wrong place. Go with that one. I might have wrote down the wrong place. Because you know what? I think I might have been thinking of Binky Walker Business College. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you laughing at me? I don't laugh at your resume. I don't laugh at it. I said, I meant to say Binky Walker. We were right down the street from Bassist. They called us Bassist bitches. That's what they called us. <laughs> so I get it confused. Anyway, Binky Walker business is where I went. Don't, if you're going to, if you're going to lie about a college, don't lie to that. What about Binky business? Yeah. Anyway, I went to Binky business, rushed Chi Omega. That was cool. And then, uh, the accolades and awards, 18% of us lie about the, accolades and awards that we achieved all of my accolades and awards are true i had a steady 4.0 the whole time i was at <laughs> binkley bassist what meredith binky walker i mean binky walker business i graduated with a 4.0 i was on the men's gymnastics team <laughs> and i why is that funny why is that funny? And I used to be in the National Where'd Honor all that Society. Upper body strength go? Meredith, after college, I got into radio, okay? <laughs> anyway, so... Um, I'd like to see you on the ring. I've got some of those awards. I can bring them in. So that's my resume. Good. Pretty solid. Now, uh, most memorable resume lies when asked about the most unusual lie employers have ever caught on a resume. Employers recalled applicants included job experience. It was actually his father's job experience. I didn't do that. Both father and son had the same name. See how that works? Yeah. You could do that. You could use your grandpa's name. Yeah. Applicants claimed to be the assistant to the prime minister Unless of they a foreign country. said we'd like country. to check the transcripts, and they realized that Grandpa Laszlo was educated in Hungry. Yeah. They're not going to check the transcripts because your school's gone. My school's not gone. Well, my school is gone, so they're not checking it because I went to Binky Walker. Binky Walker's? That's not a real school. Yes, it was a real school. It's not anymore. Look it up, Binky Walker. It's they called a... us Bassist Bitches. <laughs> Why do they call you Bassist Bitches? Because everyone's like, oh, Bassist is better, and just because you can't get into Bassist, then you go to Binky. And so I went to Binky. Look it up. B-E-H-N-K-E, Binky Walker College, where I rushed Chi Omega. They don't have for two fraternities semesters. at business schools. Says who? See, you sound like the employer now. <laughs> You're supposed to be the one who helped me write my resume. You told me what to fill in. <laughs> I didn't tell you to put Binky Walker. It's stupid. Some applicants claim to be assistants to prime ministers of foreign countries that don't have prime ministers. That's a good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. I didn't do that. Some applicants claim to have been uh, high school basketball free throw champions and then later admitted that it was a lie in the interview. I feel like you could get away with something like that. Binky Walker Business College has – this is – you ready? They have a, I don't need you to tell me about it, but go ahead. I went there. I, I know. Tell everyone else about it. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. It has a Facebook page with zero people liking it. You mm. need to go like it right now. Okay, I'll like it. Yeah. And if I need other like people it, to like it too. Proof. I need other people to like it too. 
You're most likely to get caught lying on your resume in the financial services industry, in leisure and hospitality, in information technology, in healthcare, and in retail. All of those have at least a 60% chance of catching you. What I'm saying is I may need some help with my resume, and Lazo, you may need some with yours. Your free throw champion thing ain't going to hold up. H.W. Benke was the president. Yes, I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm looking at a newspaper we right had a, now. We had a fight song, and his name was in it. Binky College, Portland, Oregon. Binky Walker students succeed. They are trained for business in a businesslike way. They placed 351 pupils into lucrative positions during the last year. Why not enroll in a reputable school that places all of its graduates? See? H.W. Binky is the president, and L.M. Walker is the principal. Binky Walker business, we hold your name on high. And when we think about bassist, it makes us want to die. No, you're singing something from Salute Your Short. Meredith, you really think you'd be in a position to hire me? Only you would know that. So think Binky Walker Walker, live Binky Walker Walker, die Binky Walker Walker, bink! And that, that was our song. Do you remember your fight song from North London University? Wouldn't have one. Yeah, right. We didn't have one. Kai Kai Omega, we are number one. Kai Kai Omega, we're more than just fun. We keep a 4.0, don't you know? We're Kai Omega, we're Kai Omega. And we're the best fraternity in all of Binky. Kai Omega, Kai Omega. So Bastion's business can go to hell because Kai Omega, they're just swell. We're Kai Omega. Baker if business. If you're really in a you fraternity, Baker you can I mean, ba I mean Binky Walker. We hate Baker business. I don't, oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember it exactly. I have it written down. It's on a banner hanging up upstairs. I remember the mission statement. What's the mission statement? The mission statement. The mission statement. What is so funny? What is so funny about my mission statement? I haven't heard it yet. No, me neither. The Binky Walker mission statement. <laughs> the Binky Our mission statement abounds. Once we see you gracing our walls, our mission statement abounds. Oregon-based colleges, they are the best. You don't when have to sing mission statements. That's how I help remember it, though. That's how I remember it. <laughs> like your ABCs? 400 firms surveyed. 9 out of 10 said, we're the best. We're Binky Baker College. The rest are just the rest. And that was our uh, mission statement. Weird. What was our what? I sang you my fraternity song. I went, Kai, Kai, Omega. We are the best. Everybody else. Did you dance? Did huh? You dance yeah, we had a dance. It was kind of like a sea walk. <laughs> what was your secret Kai, handshake? Kai Omega. <laughs> Kai, Kai Omega. Kai, Kai Omega. I like it. And that was it. And then Ted Bundy killed one of our Every fraternity and... has a secret handshake. You should Yeah, I know the us. secret handshake. Show you think I'm just going to show you the secret handshake? Yeah. I'll show Laszlo, but that's it. I'll show you Laszlo because he's a man. You want to see the secret handshake or not? No, I'm good. I don't need to know. It goes. <laughs> Kai. Omega. Kai. 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 Secret Omega. handshakes are way more secretive than that. Oh, really, Meredith? Yeah, really. There's a oh, I like that you know this because there's a secret one that we do, but then there's a big one that we do at the fraternity <laughs> house. That's what we do before dinner. You go, Kai. Kai. <laughs> before Omega. Dinner. 
The secret handshakes are stupid. Kai Omega. Kai you Omega. had to do them to get into the meetings. Yes, but the actual handshake itself was just this. I'll show you. That's the teak. No, no, the teak is this. That's the teak handshake That's the teak. right there. The teak handshake is like a little, ooh, you're tickling. <laughs> That's the teak handshake. Kai Omega was this. <laughs> that was really weird. That was really weird. That's because you didn't know what it was. I feel dirty. That was really, really weird, man. I don't think you're supposed to touch him there. That was really weird. Anyway, that's what my uh, uh, resume says. Now, I think you guys can stop me because I went to, I, I went to uni in London. So I didn't go to uh, an American school for college. So I and things are different there. They're just different, and, and a lot of things that are important here aren't important there. And it's a different type of world. Plus, I mean, I went to the university that I went to, University of Northern London. It's it was in the it's it's in a big city. I don't know exactly how to explain it, but it. It doesn't have, it's not, doesn't have campus life. I mean, it does, but it doesn't like, it's not these big sprawling, you know, KU campus or wherever you went. It's just, it's not like that. It's in the center of London. So I'm not a p positive about this, but I think Chi Omega is a sorority. Will someone check that for me? Because I believe Chi Omega is a sorority. The only reason why I know that is, it's because my friends went to Eastern Michigan, which is a, uh, you know, like a big sprawling, you know, what I don't know, whatever's in, you know, a major university. I don't know. And they would always, <laughs> is it? Because they would always be like, let's go over to the Chi Omega house and pick up chicks. It's a bunch of girls in a circle holding hands, making the. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, this was her. <laughs> <laughs> you were a woman? It's all women. It's a scroll. KyleMega.com. I had a really hard time making friends with guys in college. Well, you can't just join a sorority. And my dorm mates upstairs were women. And they said, do you want to hang out with us? We're going roller skating later. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to hear it or not? <laughs> are you guys going to laugh at me? I'm so already you insecure were, enough. You were in a sorority? I rushed. <laughs> I rushed. But when they when it came time to write the check, they wouldn't take it. I pledged. I was what they call a rushie. So what's your mascot? What do you mean, what was our mascot? Every frat sorority has a mascot. Well, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think been in a sorority, I'm offended. See, that's the difference. When you owl. go to school overseas, Ooh. we're just going <laughs> Way to Google. What? <laughs> well, because we, we had a little thing. We, I can't say it on the air, but we'd say, well, can I say bitch? Can sure. I'd say, bitches were owls. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so when you walked into the, bra into the lunchroom, you go, uh. bitch, I'm an owl. And whenever you said that, if anyone else in the room went, who, who? You knew you could go sit at their table because we were all Chi, Chi Omegas, Kyle Omegas. And then Ted Bundy killed one of my sisters and it was over. <coughs> and we were all sisters in grief. <laughs> Do you guys not remember that? It's horrible. I hope I don't have to talk about it during the interview process. At Binky Walker? Brings back a lot of memories. Well, no, she would, she didn't go to Binky Business, but uh, she's still a sister. It's not like it's just one school. We're all sisters. We're sisters, right? What are we? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Because I was an honorable Chi Omega, they're still my sisters. I rushed, and they made me honorable because I couldn't join. Because back then, we just didn't have the equal opportunity that we do now. I think it was just someone felt sorry for you. Anyway, I'm changing my resume. What's a fraternity? 
Anyway, man, good job with that. You could be an AKL. They you, don't exist you really, anymore. You really think I made that racist. up? You really think I made up? <laughs> Bitch, I'm a Kai. Ooh, ooh. And then yes. we all knew to meet up with each other. That's how it worked. That's how it happened. Yeah. All right. Anyway, good job on your resume, buddy. So my resume basically says I've been sitting here for the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learning no discernible skills. People like that. That you know. Who likes that, Meredith? You stuck around. Look, I'm going to go to Cerner. I'm going to go to Cerner with the resume, and they say, "Hi, you know, we're in the medical." Well, at least you don't whatever. have any job. Look, how, how can you gaps help us? In your how can you help us? And I can say, "Let me tell you how I can write a promo for Cerner. I can get the voice guy and everything on this. You guys want some Cerner promos? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they want to market their product, I'm and sure you're good do. at marketing your product. I'm sure they do. So that's what I am. I'm a jingle writer at this. Call point. one of your Kai. Sisters to get you a job. I'm moving back to London if this goes away. Boy, we had a lot of good times at Binky Walker. <laughs> Binky Walker Business College. Binky Walker Business College. Till I die, die, die. Till I die, die, die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Serious. We had a bunch what of fraternity were you in, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.